Who's in space? Who's that little man sitting on the tin can in the corner with a fan? It's Jess. It's Jess. Who's that girl? (laughs) It's David Bowie. David Bowie. David Bowie. About the gnomes in space. She actually did that really well. Thank you. It's because I watched so much Flight of the Concords. And in that one one episode, they literally sing the song, Bowie's in Space. And they're like, Bowie's in Space. It's so good. (laughs) I actually started watching it the other day because um, I found an old hard drive. And then on this hard drive was literally two seasons of Flight of the Concords. In 360p, dude. Right. Best decision you've ever made. <laughs> Best think, decision you've ever made. I don't think made. you can find HD versions of those no, episodes, they, dude. So they recorded that in, I want to say like 2007, 2008. Yeah. Roughly, if I'm not mistaken. It must be because season, yeah, I think you're right because um, I think season two came out when I was in varsity. Yeah. 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 So, and you're a buddy. So, so, yeah. Back in 1989. Just like when Stones wasn't even a thing yet. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have Stones. We just had sand. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> Fucking sulkers now. <laughs> but thank you. How, how are you? Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. You know, oh, good. Listen, I, I listened to the, the almost recent podcast because I'm such a narcissist and I love the sound of my own voice. Um, I listened to I, I listened to the start of of it like three times and I was like fuck I sang that song a lot actually eh? <laughs> make me swing <laughs> yeah, and then it was so funny the whole time I was just like yo but how do we start these things every time just like chaos uh, I, I just great. love because one of us just presses record yeah like out of nowhere out of nowhere even like, the one with the dodgy milkshakes it was just like <laughs> mid conversation cool <laughs> we're just starting well, I think like, it, I think it's like our mini game is like whoever presses record first like kind of wins yeah like you did it when we were playing the cricket. Yeah, exactly. Or when we were watching Yeah, the and everybody yeah. was just watching the cricket. <laughs> that was, like, the, that was the super it. M's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what did he fuck? Oh, no. Dude, it was funny. Roshka was listening to this the other day while she was watching my stream. Yeah. She's like, yes, as you speak about Drake's, what did she call Drake's it? Drake's deal. Yeah, she, she called it. I can't, I can't even remember what she called it, but she's like, oh, it's troll. <laughs> like, you speak about Drake's troll a lot. Eh? A lot, <laughs> like, actually. We did, we did. So uh, today. And we still I- didn't cover like 10% of its no. growth, dude. No, we didn't even <laughs> just cover the foreskin. That's the wild part. Because uh, like today as well, I had to fast forward through the first 30 minutes to get to the part where I actually wanted to listen from. Because we spoke about Drake's bill for 30 minutes. Literally. Let's not do that again tonight. <laughs> oh, it's going to say we're going down that road. <laughs> look dude. at us. We're improving. Look R- at us. Rishka, look thought? at us. <laughs> Who would have thought? Hey? How are you? How's your week? It's been interesting, man. Um, I took a break from Twitter. Yes. Yeah. How's that going? It's been so good, dude. Um, Twitter, I feel like Twitter's my default. Like yes. I said to you just now that um, I deleted it off my phone. So there's like this blank space on my homepage. No. And don't, subconsciously, don't worry, Taylor Swift's going to write her name <laughs> there soon. <laughs> she just has to been, take a jet between the two <laughs> app icons there. Um, no, so I, I keep on pushing that space that because space, it's yeah. like just subconscious. Yeah. I feel it's like, like muscle memory. Yeah. I feel like I've realized just how much that it was the polyfiller for my day. Yeah, and I think that's exactly it. Like, I mean, you know, like some people have mobile games, some people have TikTok, other people have Twitter to literally just take up space. So when they're like, I don't want to say when they're done working or taking a break from work, because it's often when you want to disassociate from work. 
that you're like sitting there and you're like, sure, it works a bit hectic. Let me just, you say chill for five minutes, but actually if you wanted to chill for five minutes, you, you shouldn't touch your phone. Yeah. This is, I think, very something like something very, very, very something important. There. <laughs> something very important <laughs> is um, that when you want to disassociate, you shouldn't grab your phone. Yeah, yeah. So it should always be just like, cool, I'm going for a walk. Just like a 10 minute walk. It doesn't matter if you're just fucking walking to your fridge and back, you know, like you do when you're studying. To check if food magically like reappears yeah, in the fridge. If the food fairy had yeah. been there. Oh, look, it's back. Yeah, <laughs> Food fairy, what are you doing here? Um, Put some delicious treats in your fridge. Ha <laughs> 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 Zim zalabim, here's your tin. Tin of condensed milk. But yeah, so, so that's it. Like you grab your phone instinctively and you either go on to TikTok, go on to Instagram, go on to Twitter. Facebook, not so much anymore. I only use Facebook for Marketplace. And then, um, or, or you go into like mobile games sort mm. of thing. Some people also do that with Twitch. It's like force of habit that they disassociate on Twitch quickly. And yeah, like you say, it's muscle memory. That Dude, like every bad. time you just like, you looked and you're like, well, let me just check. And this is like sort of what we were talking about is like setting intentions for actually going onto Twitter. Mm. So are you going there to look for cuck or are you going there to check up on your friend's content? Like, so like if you go on Twitter, are you searching your friends specifically or those that you follow? So there's the difference between your for you page and your following page. And I think because we were stuck with a for you page for so long, we forget that there's actually a following page. Yeah. And like going back to what you're saying there, I got to a point where I was going onto Twitter to look for shit. Yeah, yeah. And like I realized that on Monday. Yeah. Um, because I went on there and there were the attacks in Rafa and yeah, yeah. in Palestine and stuff, and I was just so fucking, I was just upset, dude. Yeah. I was so angry that like people, like life was just carrying on. Yeah. But here's like people in the last place that they can be safe in Palestine, just being fucking bombarded yeah. with bombs and killed. And these, the first image I saw on Twitter on Monday was the pictures of like a, remains of a child that was yes, stuck to I a wall. That, yeah. And I was like, that was, that was me, dude. Yeah. I was just so fucking angry, dude. And that's the thing. And then is- I was looking for shit. And then like, the thing is like, I was looking for shit for a while and mm. it, it would, it, it just kind of grew on me. Like I was just becoming a gross person or yeah. somebody that I didn't recognize. And like, I needed to get, it was like my escape. Like I'd go in there, I'd argue with other football fans because yeah. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, especially when Arsenal won a game, I'm an Arsenal supporter. Yeah, so against like Chelsea. Like Liverpool. Yes, yeah, Liverpool people hated it. So I would go and I'd comment. Um, but, but it's like, like the Nigerian films as well. Yeah, but yeah. it's like when Nigeria beat South Africa, yeah. the next day Twitter was ablaze with Nigerian fans <laughs> just calling us shit. And then eventually the South Africans were like, okay, well, then why are you in our country? Go home, dude, if it's so cool there. And then when That's they. It's a whole other conversation, yeah, dude. But then when they got fucked up by, by Ivory Coast, yes, then yes. all of a sudden, yo, it's yeah, yeah, all quiet parts. on the Western Front. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Nothing's fucking happening. Yeah, so it was that. There was also shit people that we spoke about next week. We don't. Uh, last After week last we don't week, have to yeah. speak about that anymore but I was um, finding myself trying to find what they were saying mm. like trying to see what they were doing the whole time so I was just feeding the algorithms with shit black signals yeah. and the algorithms were giving me what I wanted yeah, and like exactly. this is a big realization it's yeah. like if you go to your for you page that is exactly what Twitter thinks that you want yeah. to see 
And that's because you keep on interacting with, yeah. with content similar to what you're seeing. And that's there. even like opening tweets. That's the, yeah. that's the problem. People opening are like, oh, tweets. well, I didn't like it. So yeah. I'm not going to interact with it. No. If you open a when tweet, you, view time, dude. Exactly. That's view time on going through to their profile, yeah. looking through their tweets, opening tweets, checking through mm. the comments, retweet. Like all of those are bigger signals. Like if you think about it in this way, this is how I explain it for like any algorithm for a platform. Mm. Whatever's keeping you on that platform on that platform the longest mm. is what they reward the most. Exactly. So if somebody's clicking onto like your profile, behavior, yeah, yeah, if somebody's clicking on your profile and going through things, it's a massive, massive benefit to the platform to keep on promoting your platform yeah. your your profile because people are obviously spending time on it. Yeah. So the anything that keeps you on that platform for a long time, they're gonna they're just going to keep reward on promoting it. things yeah. like that. So I was feeding the algorithm with really terrible signals the whole time. I was, um, I went for, <laughs> I went to an emergency therapy session. I was due for my therapy session yeah. on Monday and it was just like, it, it's much needed. Oh my God. It was a, like, I messaged my therapist. She's like, are you coming through? I'm like, I'm so excited for a therapy session. She's like, I'm fucking scared, dude. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I'll be I scared. I don't like it when people say that. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, she explained two things. She's like, uh, one thing you experience in compassion fatigue. Mm-hmm. So compassion fatigue, the easiest way I can explain this is that if you are like, I've always had an open forum, Yes. For anybody or like open channels so that for anybody contact, can yeah. anybody can reach out to me, we can discuss their problems. I'm there to keep people company, give them a distraction, mm. or just have a chat, you know. Yeah. Um so compassion fatigue is like just constantly going through like constantly listening to other people's problems and like never really dealing with your own and mm. like over time, like you it's it's a yeah, genuine it, fatigue, it it's a, a psychological toll, yeah. thing. And the second thing was um uh, what did I call it? Uh, vi- not vicarious, vicarious trauma. trauma. That's it. Yes. Um, is it vicarious? Yes, yeah, vicarious yeah, trauma. Vicarious so, trauma, yeah. uh, she explained it to me this way. Even. Yeah. yeah, she explained it to me this way, saying like, if you're in traffic and you see some guy get mowed down by a truck, would yeah. you? I mean, would you be traumatized? I'm like, yeah. of course. She's like, well, what makes the difference between seeing that online? Yeah, and that's the thing. The first thing I saw when I opened up Twitter on Monday was. Yeah. This little girl and being a parent now, it's just like yeah. even it doubles it's, up, yeah. it's horrible, man. So yeah, like I, I, I wanted to take a break from sort of this week. I was like, I just need to regain. And like now when I regain, I can, when I like return to Twitter on Monday, I can just be very intentional with the signals mm-hmm. I'm feeding the algorithms. Yeah. I want my timeline to be a lot healthier. Yeah. A lot more congruent to be being happier during yeah. my week you know i think i think an important thing about that though is that it, i think a lot of people often mistake that for ignorance yeah so it's not about it's not about denying the issues that are there yeah. and denying the issues that are going on and not speaking out about it because i think that's the problem is that a lot of people then say okay well i'll just remove those words from my feed you know and then the problem is you actually it's almost like a bit of an ostrich effect where you're sticking your head in the sand and you're mm. like cool i'm gonna ignore everything it's more about Yes, you can view those things, but don't dwell on them or try not to dwell on them. Don't. Don't is a very strong word in terms of saying, oh, it's like a fucking mm. command. But it's it's more in the sense of try not to to dwell on it in the sense of that it starts affecting you. And when it does start affecting you, realize that you have to step back from it. I think that's yeah. the important thing. And, and that goes with anything. Like that goes with 
conversations with addictions with TV or even things like that because those those do be, those they they become sort of uh, coping mechanisms as well yeah. and it's like you were saying by default you were going on to Twitter by default people do other things and then you can see if that's starting to get in the way of your emotional sort of happiness and uh, or it's it's getting in the way of your mental fatigue yeah. sort of thing oh no sorry not mental fatigue your your mental fortitude essentially yeah then no, you have to sort of take a step back. And it's okay to take a step back. It's so okay, man. It's, it's so, so okay. healthy. Yeah, but that's exactly it. I think the problem is people feel guilty for taking a step back because those people can't take a step back from that trauma, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. And I think that's also kind of what you might have been feeling because yeah. you you it's almost like and and I also sort of had this thoughts during the week, is that like you're constantly trying to fight for something that seems like it doesn't have an end. Yeah, dude. And it, you couldn't have hit the nail yeah. on the head any more than that. So you're constantly fighting, and then I think that's where the fatigue comes in because it's the demotivation of is there actually ever going to be an no, end? You turn around and you're like, Am I fucking crazy? Dude? Yeah. Uh, am like, I are, fucking are you the only one? Is it me, dude? Is yeah. it me that's upset? Like, am I stupid for mm. being upset that over 12,000 children have died? Yeah. Like, am I a fucking idiot? Yeah. Because I feel like an idiot. Like, no. the way that everybody else carries on. I'm like, yeah. What the fuck is going on, dude? Yeah. Like, but what, what world are we living in that during like the NFL? They run like an ad, yeah, like for for Israel, for Israel, and yeah. then they bomb Rafa. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Yeah. Like it, yeah, it just fucked me up a lot, dude. Like I was, I was super fucked up. And then I said to my therapist, I'm like, um, I don't want to run away from this because I feel like if I'm not saying something, then I'm complicit. Like I've yeah. got a voice that people are listening to, and if I'm not saying something, then am I helping the wrong side? And she's like. You know your truth. Mm. And she kept on saying that. And it took me a long time to kind of like digest what she was really saying. But you know where you stand. Where, yeah, you know where you stand. You know where your heart is. Mm. You know what's right and wrong yeah. through your eyes. Um, just uh, because you're taking a bit of a break from it doesn't mean that you're stopping believing that or your truth in, your truth has changed. Exactly. So I think that's important mm. because it's it's realizing that you've, you've fought, you've done uh, sort of what you can from where you are. Mm. Just short of, I mean, going there isn't a safe option for you, sort of thing. But like, it's 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 the sense of that you know what your truth is, like you said, um, and you are resolute in that. But you do need five minutes so that you can just regain some of your energy mm. and keep your mental sanctity. And there's nothing wrong with that because I think the the people that know where one's intentions are. If they are in a good space, let's put it that way. So if you have good intentions or the right intentions for the things that you're doing, nobody expects you to share posts every single day. Yeah. And it's 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 like if you look at it sort of as in terms of allyship in the broader spectrum yeah. uh, or in the broader sense of the word, not necessarily in the sort of LGBTQ sense yeah. or, um, or the LGBTQIA sense, um, that allyship, it, it does demand work. It does require work, but nobody's going to think you're homophobic or anti uh, anti Palestinian if you all of a sudden don't share something for one day, you yeah. know, or a week even for that matter. Because mm. you know what you you've been part of the conversation from the beginning. You've been part of the conversation and you've made your voice heard on your stance on this whole conversation. So for somebody not to post during the week, it's not that, like it's not, everybody's going to be like, oh, well, there he's, yeah, he's changed, changed his whole opinion yeah. because he hasn't tweeted this whole week, you know, sort of yeah. thing. And I, like I lost my like I lost my way a little bit on, on Monday. Mm. And that's when I realized because 
I think one of my last tweets was saying something like, if you keep on staying quiet on this, then yes. you're complicit. Yeah. Like, I'm not accepting any apologies or, like, yeah. anybody just being quiet anymore. Yeah. And, like, that was me just at the absolute end. Of your of, tether, yeah. Because, I, 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 like, what else do you fucking do? Like, yeah. if, if everybody speaks about it, maybe something happens. Yeah. I don't know. Like well, that's what you crazy. hope. That's, it's just like, that's what the whole idea of Twitter is. That's, yeah, right, I mean, it's these conversations. Yeah, and, and that's exactly it. Like when I spoke to Max, my older brother, about Twitter, he he's like, oh, yeah, I just thought that that was just for people to like fucking argue with each other. And yeah. no, it's not because, you know, the whole thing, and I also like I saw a couple of tweets where people were talking about like, well, if Twitter's so shit, why are we still here? Yeah. It's because we don't have another platform that has the same sort of social influence yeah it doesn't have the same sort of view that power that that like instant connection and yeah. conversation but right? that's exactly it. i've been trying threads this week it's dead yeah it's it's quite 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 yeah. it's really nice because it's quiet yeah but you but still got passive. the same that's shit, the dude. problem it's yeah. too passive because you can you can share your opinions on there but the problem is nobody mm. engages with it yeah and also th- like people are doing the, the same they're doing the same shit that people are doing on twitter and being successful mm-hmm. on twitter yeah like sharing other people's content yeah baiting people into like pure engagement bait shit yeah. like they're doing all of that they're doing it on instagram so that's all you see yeah. because it's just everybody going like i want to be the you, first to do have this you try to type chris farley in the gift comment <laughs> don't do it yeah. and it's like everybody's like shut the fuck up and just delete this post. stop dude stop leave me alone <laughs> like the first time i stop was following like, me dude the first time i was like i was like chris farley's pretty like i mean he, there's nothing wrong with chris farley and then eventually i was like ah, i see what they're doing yeah you know and like i did i, I got called a couple of times about that yeah. but the problem is like you say it's this like constant baiting shit and it's this it's like there's no how do i call it there's no pure platform in the terms of that it's it'll always be good for a purpose so twitter is really good for this purpose of uh, discussion and discourse and hopefully getting across to someone and changing yeah. their ideas on say if they have shit opinions let's put it that way yeah but i mean my reach and stuff is really good on there that's yeah. why I, i'm so vocal is because yeah. i feel like i could have voiced it other like other people be saying the same thing and they get no reach and no. like let me let me amplify that dude. Yeah. I, these are real issues these are the same these are the things that i believe are wrong as well yeah. so let me say something about it exactly and if that's your belief as a fucking Twitter, white male as well who yeah. for some stupid reason has more like like more people listen to than yeah. anything else like exactly. it's really fucking done dude no but but that's the problem it's like so so that's also like my thing i often I'm a very awkward person in the sense of that, like, if even if we go to a funeral of somebody that we know, I'm still like, hello, how are you? You know, to the person's wife that's busy crying or something. And I'm just like, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, you know that fucking shit. Don't ask, you know. And this is why I often feel like I don't have an opinion. Well, not that I don't have an opinion, but I feel like whatever I'm I'm going to say say is dumb. So I'll rather just take whatever somebody that actually is either living the experience or has a better grasp of what's going on and retweet that with yeah. either an input or not even. Yeah. And that's just my personal way of, of, of sort of engaging with these things. But still, like you say, it's like nobody will listen to somebody. It's I saw that TikTok of there's a comedian. He's a Jewish comedian from New York sort of thing. And he's walking through um, – uh, what's the the main fucking city there in Israel? Uh, uh, Tel, Tel Aviv. Aviv. He's yeah. walking through Tel Aviv, and it's like a quiet night 
on the street, nothing's going on. And he's like, look at this. He's like, there's no apartheid. There's no apartheid. What are mm. you talking about? Whatever, whatever. And then the dude who stitches his video or um, what do you call it? Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah re- reposts his video, duets at that. He's like, We're no old. ways. <laughs> You're telling me that a system that was built to um, empower white New York Zionists <laughs> has no effect on you? Wow, no ways. Yeah. Tell, me, so tell me more about that, you know, yeah. sort of thing. And he's like, go to the West Bank, speak to the people there. Go to anywhere in Palestine and actually speak to the people there and then see what this whole idea is. And, and like it's that. Yeah, all all that the bullshit. videos that the fucking IDF are sharing. I mean, but that's exactly it's, it. It's they're like sharing so all of their just, crimes, dude. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Like they literally and I think that's what makes themselves. me crazy, man. Yeah. It's because it's it's like how how are we not all seeing this shit? Like this is fucking yeah. dumb. But I think that's why they do it because they make everybody feel crazy. And when they feel crazy, they stop talking. And like we got to mm. carry on talking, man. Yeah, but that's it. You eventually reach this point of almost hysteria where you're like, well, there's nothing else left to do. Yeah, yeah, because you've done everything within your power, and still nothing has changed. Yeah, and that's it. I think sort of the superpowers of the world that are sort of funding this whole thing are still like against it you know they still like okay well if we just carry on for another two weeks people are going to forget and then you can just mm. fuck the rest of it up you know well that's it i mean there's so many ways of distracting a distracted audience like yeah. we are we're the super bowl yeah i mean it's crazy you cannot tell me that's not planned no. but but we we're we're a hyper distracted yeah. like society hyper yeah. hyper distracted mm. like anything fucking happens i'm sick to death of hearing about taylor swift yeah dude. i'm fucking sick to death of yeah. it dude i couldn't care who the fuck she's dating or who's dude. gonna be the next album or the next reason why she writes an album I just i'm so like i've muted that yeah. as, uh, like i don't mute many things on twitter but so that I, i'm fucking muted I'm, like, saw, I'm sick of that shit i dude. saw an interesting tweet the other day where they were like people white people overestimate the effect of taylor swift as a global power sort mm. of thing because in the white community taylor swift is like fucking massive 100 yeah. percent in the white white like pop girly community but the problem is in like the sort of poc community nobody could give a fuck about no. who taylor swift is you know i fucking align with her dude. they can't fucking relate to her no. i can't fucking no. relate to her dude, nobody it's just can. she irritates me dude right. i'm sorry if you listen to this taylor like or any some, of your fans like i, some I don't think songs. you're bad people but no. i just i can't relate to i feel like so everything mama, she does nobody. is cringy as fuck dude. so mama nobody should have that much fucking power over anyone no, but even it's Beyonce weird, this dude. is my thing it's like it's, just, even, it's, it's a weird power dude yeah, it's like this obsessiveness it is cultish and, and it's weird it's because I don't know there, there and is, people will defend us like people are going to attack us yeah, for saying this shit fine. but that's the most unreal fuck. thing because I've said something on Twitter before and I'm just like I don't get why she's so popular Yeah, dude I said that on I think a YouTube video Holy shit, dude. dude yeah. I, I've never had that many replies or that much interaction mm-hmm. or engagement on anything I've ever posted. Yeah. And it was just me being fucking berated. But, I got but, told that people are going to kill me, dude. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I said, I don't just understand you it. Difference of opinion. <laughs> like, over I don't, dude, it is obsessive and it is fucking weird, yeah. man. I just, I find it cringy, but it, I'm not the target market. And we talk no. about this very often. I'm exactly. not the target market. I don't understand it. I'm she not did trying that to one understand cool it. song with Bon Iver, that Exile. Yeah, but that was and because it was Bon Iver. But this is the thing. <laughs> it had good lyrics. It was musically yeah. very well done. Because Bon Iver doesn't make terrible music, dude. So you no, knew listen, it was going to be that good. that one album of his, which is a bit It was, funny, it was arty, dude. It was, yeah, I, don't I mean, know. he's arty in general, but when he yeah. goes arty, it's like, it's very, very like, I don't know. So refined. in my mind, you get the acapella hallelujah. 
Oh, oh Heavenly Father. Heavenly Artie. Father is my favorite. And then favorite you get that album. fucking album, Artie. And I'm like, for me, he should stick to the Heavenly Father stuff. You know? But I, I but mean, I want to just, just say, again, like, on that preference. point, like, if you guys have not watched Heavenly Father live in the Sydney on, Opera House yeah, by Bonavia, go and do, do that because that is one of the most. Mm. Chilling songs, and like it's, it's just beautiful. beautiful dude. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen when they do the one-on-one? It's like a one-on-one performance where mm-hmm. they literally grab a fan out of the audience at a oh, festival, put them yes. in a room, yes. but they don't know who's going to be in there. Yeah, and all these people just walk around and stand around like a fucking cult. Yeah, and they start like chanting. Yeah, <laughs> and he sits down and he like does a one-on-one. He just sings to her. Yeah, but it's like it's beautiful, dude, yeah. because the acoustics in the room it's so much more powerful. But that that live performance, holy shit! So fun fun fact now, sort of on on that live performances yeah. and human art and stuff like that. They actually learned this, or not learned this, but it was it became it was made light to me, uh, uh, or I found out about it. It's not a new thing. It's actually quite an old art piece where this person, her and her husband, they are quite famous alive art performances performance performers yeah, performers thank yeah. you sorry i don't know why i had a fucking <laughs> aneurysm don't know why you closed your one eye yeah. i was worried you didn't <laughs> i was hoping it would open Smelling again toast, yeah. <laughs> but uh just yeah, raise so your they, arms quickly <laughs> for me let me just see yeah both his arms are going yeah, okay, up he's good. No, good can you smile yep we're good I mean, that's your normal <laughs> smile, dude. <laughs> so we're safe. Um, so yeah, performers. So they are live art performers. So that yep. means they use their body as art pieces. So there's the, like an, uh, a brief example of the one is the one where the guy walks up the stairs and then he falls on the trampoline yes. and then he jumps Man, back up that. and then he climbs a little bit further and then he falls back down. So it's that whole idea of oh, continuation, so daily motion, whatever. Smooth, so beautiful. Yeah. So Tom York, fun fact, is Love also it. one of the best in the world at this. And anyway, so, but I'm digressing now. That was just part of the music thing. Fun, <laughs> fun, fun <laughs> thing. Love Go to, check out oh. his music video, Anima. Um, one of my most favorite performance pieces. So good. But anyway, so you're talking about the one-on-one thing, and there's these this couple. They were married, got divorced, and they still perform together. Though. It's this on that spinning. Is it on the spinning platform? No, no, okay. there is one on that spinning platform though. That's the. It's is not it, this it's piece, that couple? But it, eh? it is that couple. Yes. Yes, because it's like they come together and they spread apart, yes, and then they yes, find yeah, comfort yeah, in yeah, each yeah, other. Exactly. Oh, yeah. dude, beautiful. So it's a beautiful piece, and that's literally not about one their word love spoken, life. and you yeah. like can still yeah. feel the entire story. Not even so just yeah. With that, there's one where they sitting in an art museum, just two chairs, and it says they sit down in silence for 10 minutes. Mm. So you sit down across from this person for 10 minutes, literally almost to the number three minutes that other person across the way from them will start crying. Oh, shit. And it's just like out of, they don't know, like because they're not speaking and they're not supposed to speak. So it's this idea of that they're sitting alone with their thoughts they can't speak to distract themselves. Oh they can't God. speak to this other person to distract themselves. And this other person, they, they're obviously either projecting onto yeah. this other person in front of them, saying, so oh, they look sad, it, whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. And then it's just this emotional breakdown. And they like like nine times out of ten, these people were just like in this thing crying and then laughing hysterically and just going through this like wave of emotions. That's so true. And it's like like you yeah, I, I can't remember. I think it's I think it's not it's not the one on one experiment, but I'll I'll find it That's when what it's called. Because it is, it's it's a stunning experiment. 
But I love that psychological art, dude. Because mm. that is that psychological art. There's like yeah. a, there's like a, a, I guess like a priming up to the point where you're you're emotionally like vulnerable because nothing's happening for seven minutes. Yeah. So you let everything go and you're just like comfortable, and all of a sudden, a raw emotion comes through. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. No, but that's exactly it. Because you're sitting with yourself. That's the thing. That's powerful. Uh, dude. Quickly find. That's it. really cool. Okay. But yes, you wanted to talk about a lot of a lot of things. This, what did you learn this week? Yo. Now that you you spent your celibacy off of Twitter, the whole is my phone. Bum just came back a new man. He's he's literally <laughs> like a Buddhist monk that can disappeared I, to the fucking Himalayas for. Dude, can a I month. tell you how much shit I've done this week? <laughs> so, so like I'm writing, I'm making what I call like a content creator blueprint, right? And a content, I've done it on Trello. And I basically mapped out like all of the things I cover in business coaching, but I've tailored it to content creators. So it goes yes. through everything from like establishing your brand all the way to like your unique um, selling proposition, yeah. your unfair advantage, things like like that. It just goes on and on and on. Um, yeah. And each – so there's like – I think on this there's about 12 different columns – um, and those are different subjects. Yeah. So it can be like problem, solution, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And each of those has six points on it, with her, which has like an exercise. And yeah. um, I've been writing articles for each of those. So in total, there's about 72 or 73 articles that I've had to write. This week alone, <laughs> I've written, I think, about 30 yeah. articles because I had time to just yeah. sit and, and put my – smash them out. Yeah, I did like – Man, I've been so hyper-productive. I put a podcast out on fucking like every platform. It's now on Apple Podcasts, Google yeah. Podcasts, Samsung, like wherever Go you guys are listening. <laughs> Send yeah. it to your grands and your grandparents. They can whoever. listen now, I assure yeah. you. It's on their fucking, it's on their hearing aids now. We made sure. <laughs> Dude, there's even a thing where you can um, you can send it to like Alexa and Alexa will kind of give you highlights so if somebody's oh, like oh what happens in the podcast like it can like go, oh, they speak about this this and this and like, okay, going to be cool. a lot of shit talking as <laughs> yeah, well. they have no idea um but yeah dude i've man i've just had so much time to do things so that's fucking incredible i've been though. very well productive done, dude. yeah did you find this thing yes i did actually so it's called i was ready to die um and yeah it, it, it's oh yes yeah i can't remember um I'll 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 find the piece for you, but yeah, and uh, it's 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 a lot to try and read through it now, but yeah, um, it, it's a lot to try and read through it, but yeah, so I'll I'll send it to you, and you can and you can watch it and read about it, but yeah, it's 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 a whole fucking emotional roller coaster, and it's fucking. What, what's it called so people can search for it? So it's called um, I think it's this one. It's I was ready to die by Marianne, uh, Marina Abramovich. Oh, that's yeah. sick. That's really cool. Um, okay. I think it's that one. I'll I'll try. I mean, that'll be good. Oh, no, sorry, I lie. Sorry, I lie. It is Marina Abramovich, but it's called The Minute of Silence. That's it. It's called The Minute of Silence. So it's not 10 minutes, sorry, a minute. But they were saying, like, generally over that minute, people struggle to sit still and quiet for that long. And then they actually just break down. Like, it's unfucking real I mean, sitting with your thoughts for a minute in a hyper um, kind of stimulated world that we live in right now is fucking difficult, dude. Yeah, so she does a lot of these performance arts. So there's one called Confronting a Stranger and then A Minute of Silence. But yeah, if you look for A Minute of Silence by Marina Abramovich on YouTube, you'll find it. Yeah, it's very interesting. Thank you. 
That's really cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so I came across a really weird fact this week. Yes. And I was like, it doesn't sound true. Okay. So I want to read this this fact out to you. So it says that. So do I have to guess whether it's true? Is, no, no, is no. Is this the fact? Okay. Yeah, okay. this is this is a fact. This is the fact that's true, but yes. doesn't seem true. Okay. So fir trees can grow inside human lungs. That is fucking horrifying. It's horrifying. So here it says a 28 year old patient named Artem. Sidorkin, I think it is, reportedly inhaled the seed of a fir tree, which had sprouted and grown in his lungs. Doctors doctor thought that they were dealing with a, tra- with a tumor and were stunned when they made the discovery. So I was like, hmm, let sounds, me look this up. That sounds like clickbait. Yeah. So let me look bait. this up. So basically, um, this guy, he, uh, let's see, the incident surfaced in 2009. Um, and this is basically what happened. So 28-year-old from Russia began experiencing severe chest pains, coughing up blood. Given the symptoms, the doctors were concerned that he might have a serious lung infection yeah. or more seriously, possibly lung it's cancer. Human, yeah. So they're like, okay, let's call this guy in for x-rays and they see a cloud because it's, you know, obviously. So yeah. they go, mm, we're probably dealing with a tumor here. Um, so they... They start operating and they cut and leaves pop out of this hole. What and it's a small fir tree, about five centimeters in length, growing. Um, so medical team obviously baffled. Um, it just defies like conventional yeah. medical wisdom. Um, the leading theory to explain the phenomenon, the phenomenon, <laughs> phenomenon, what kind of phenomena, yeah, phenomenon. Yeah. Um, senses around inhalation of a fir tree seed, which somehow managed to implant itself in the lung and then the moist warm environment of the lung coupled with the body's nutrient Mm. rich fluids theoretically could provide a seed with the conditions necessary to germinate and sprout that sounds like an m night Shyamalama movie bro how fucking crazy like that is the what was it the happening yeah. Was it the happy? Yeah, it was something like the trees that. like killed everyone. Yeah, I did. And it like made everybody commit suicide. Yeah, it was something weird like That's that. That's yeah. the start of the happening. But how crazy is that, dude? Imagine That's you start coughing up blood and stuff in here. I mean, is it? Hey? I, I guess there's a bit of a relief. Yes. Right? Because it's not cancer. It's yeah, like not sure, a tumor. But it's a tree. But then. Like, how do you let it get five centimeters big, though? Like, if you think about five it, five centimeters two inches inside big, your dude. chest. That's. It's That's more than enough, woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially if it's in your chest. Especially if it's... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, growing inside you. <laughs> We're talking about penises again. Shout out to my Drake. Drake <laughs> Drizzy. Yeah, thanks, Rishka, for making us self-aware. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like five centimeters, that's two inches for those of you that believe in washing machines as a measurement. Um, I mean, that's fucking unreal, dude, because like a whole fir tree, like for those of you that don't know, a fir tree is a type of conifer or evergreen, so it's part of the conifer family, so like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Imagine you've got a five centimeter big little Christmas tree growing inside you. Would you what decorate it, dude? Would you... So the, Here's my question Deck to you. Take your lungs with bells of holly. <laughs> la, 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 la. Like now they operate, they get, they get it out. Do you ask for it, dude? So that yeah. you can plant that shit. I'd fucking keep it. Like, that's shit. my lung tree. That's my son. Yeah, that's my lung. I gave birth to that. Yeah, that's my lung tree. <laughs> that's my son. Give it back. Don't Give speak it. to me or I'm my tree ever Bronk. again. Bronchioli. That's his name now. 
Brunch, ja. brunch Lades. Brunch Artis. Ja, <lacht> Brunch Artis. Leave us alone. Leave us alone in peace. This please. is my son Russell. Yes. <lacht> He set roots down in me. So, We've got deep roots. <lacht> Stop. That's fucking wild. Crazy. Dude. I can't believe that. Like, like I've heard of about weird shit. Of course, it's a Russian shit. dude as well. Yeah, right? like I've heard about weird shit. Like people getting shot in the head with an arrow and it splits their brain and they don't die. Yeah. And like that's super fucking plausible, ninety nine percent in like like it's ninety nine percent plausible, but it's not going to happen every single time. Let's yeah. be honest. But a fucking fir tree growing inside it's a crazy, human dude. that freaks me out. Like like imagine how many times you've walked on a mushroom and the mushrooms try to grow in your foot. Next time you shit mushrooms without having eaten anything, think about, it. think about it. Think about it. Shower thoughts. Okay, so this this put me onto a little game that I want to play with you. Okay. I'm gonna read you a fact. You gotta tell me if it's <laughs> you gotta tell me <laughs> if it's true okay. or false. Okay. Fact or fiction. Fact or fiction. Okay, so the first the first fact is that humans can taste water like it tastes sweet, sour, salty, and bitter flavors. So while Okay, wait, yeah. That's so, that's so, what I'm gonna tell you. So I, it's I don't think it's taste too. Yeah. So so I don't think it's it's water as much as it is the calcium and salts and the minerals in the water that we can taste, because like Nestle is fucking dog shit. Stop stop bottling that stuff. Dude, please. that tastes fucking weird. It dude. tastes like chlorine. Just drink the it tap water if you like chlorine. Nestle. If you like Nestle water, drink the tap water, please, because it's just got chloramines in. Stop it's it. literally just chloride. Like. We've got People are like, oh, it tastes so sweet. I'm like, mm, no, that's killing you. Yeah, literally. It just <laughs> tastes like chloramines. Stop yeah. it. So I, I, I think that's true. I think we do have a separate taste for water. So while water does have a taste, yeah. claims that humans have a specific taste receptor for water is exaggerated. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Okay. okay. So I was wrong. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> punch in the throat, dude. <laughs> Get a kick drum. We need like a, we need a... <laughs> That's a lot. Okay, okay, so the next fact. I'm gonna I'm not gonna read these in any specific way. Well now order. you just said it's a fact, so it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Wombat feces are cube shaped. Yes, that's actually that I do believe. Do you know why? No. Because they've got a cube shaped anus. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a heart shaped box. <laughs> As they shut out there, like they put their finger over their football so it can make the one side. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> it's like I got the back yeah. here. Something needs to shape yeah. it flat a in the front. Cube. Cube. <laughs> 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 yeah, so it, it is true. So yeah. wombats can produce approximately 80 to 100 cubes of poop each night. Yeah. Same, dude. Please note that <laughs> cube of poop is not the same as a metric cube, as no. in like a ton of poop. No, no, no. And the shape, <laughs> the shape helps the feces. Not roll away, so <laughs> that's fucking cool. But no, Square there's wheels. a reason. So it marks the territory and attracts mates with its distinctive shape and smell. So each wombat's poo smells different. Oh, that's, really smell like <laughs> that's ridiculous, eh? Yeah, that's kind of gross. If you quick, quick digression. If you could choose what scent your poo would be for the rest of your life, what would it be? This is also for Rushka because she spoke about. Having farts that smell great, yeah, well, in a stream recently. Because uh, the thing is, right, like, 
like if you say like KFC, KFC smells KFC really good. KFC smells really good. Yeah, it does when, you know, there's food. When but, it's chicken. Yeah, yes. yeah. But if it's not chicken, then it smells fucking awful. Then it's right? poo because yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, that you smells know, like zinger wings. You are yeah, dude. Yeah. Then you're fucking <laughs> gross, dude. <laughs> so, so, you know, like at baby showers when people are like, oh, we're going to put fucking Nutella in the nappy and make him change the nappy <laughs> and it's going to look like poo. Sift, Your mind is instantly like, that is shit. You can smell the chocolate, but you're like, that is turd. So actually. can I tell you like one of so the I things. So I choose something like a pawpaw. <laughs> a poopaw, I guess. Oh, like a mango, dude. No, mango. I like mango. That's the problem. Oh, so, oh, so I don't I like pawpaw, it, it, it. but it's a pleasant smell. I get it. You know? Like it's a pleasant smell, but it's also like I wouldn't. I want to only like wrestling. You said this whole Nutella and happy yes. thing. What we used to, um, we got called into the principal's office for um, doing like initiation to our water polo boys. Yeah, we just clapped them with a slop and oh, yeah, <laughs> shaved their heads and shit. Classic. Yeah, classic, dude. I got initiated like two or three times, yeah. and I never mind about it. But one of the one of the ex mothers did because the kid couldn't sit, and that's not my fault. And also, I'm not, yeah. not advocating yeah. violence. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, whoever hit that oak went we're a little bit over. Idiots, yeah. But the principal, <laughs> instead of, like, like scolding us, he's like, guys, I get it. I went to an all-boys school. I understand. But if you're going to do something, like, rather mark their mind than their body. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? He's like, no, we got a really good one. So what you do is you take a potty, okay, and you fill it with, like, Oros, okay, but make it weak so it looks like we, and then you put lunch bars, many lunch bars in it and you leave it in the sun for a bit and everybody that comes in there, somebody must be pulling up their pants and then say they must come and take a sip and he says, it doesn't matter if you know what's in there or not, Yeah. he says, I promise you none of you guys will pick up and take a sip from that just no to show ways. And it's like Also, dude, chocolate <laughs> and orange is a horrible combination <laughs> yeah, It really is, but but it it's is, the it's mind thing, mental dude. thing. It's yeah, a mind it's thing. It's a mental game. It's like, you know, like if you convince somebody that a block of ice is actually a coal, a piece of coal, yeah, yeah. and you put it on their skin, they'll burn. Their skin will welt up because yeah. they think it's 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 a natural reaction for their body. It's They're crazy. like, oh, protection. Well, they even do that. There's that experiment. There's two experiments that come to mind. One is like where you can, you pour, you tell somebody that this water is steaming hot and you yes. pour ice water on their yeah. hand they'll feel like they get a burn. Yeah. The other is that experiment where they've got a fake hand. Have you seen that? Yeah. Fake hand next to their hand, but yeah. it's like their hand is blocked out and they take like a brush yeah. and they brush your hand and this fake hand at the same time. Yes. And, and then your then, body starts like kind of thinking yeah. that this is now your arm. It's like a phantom arm experiment. Yeah. <laughs> then they take out a hammer and fucking hit it. <laughs> and people scream, dude. They feel yeah. the pain. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like your mind is like, that's my fucking right. arm, you Your asshole. mind is so powerful, it's dumb it's crazy. at the same it time. It is so dumb, dude. <laughs> it's so dumb, but so good. It. Okay, back we to digress. the wombat <laughs> Okay, a day in Venus is longer than a year in Venus. I'm going to, what? A day in, this is some, I'm going to, uh, can I phone a friend? <laughs> okay. A day in Venus? Can no, I no, phone no, a friend? who are you going to call? I want to phone um, that chump that acted in Interstellar. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> all right, all right, all, all right. right, all right. So, <laughs> a day in Venus is longer than a year in Venus. So in my mind, okay, so if we look at what a day is, so a year is one circumference around the sun, yes. one trip around the sun. A day is one turnaround on its axes. <sighs> look, I know the space does weird shit like that, but I don't think Venus travels that fast, so I'm going to say that's no. 
So it's actually true. <laughs> These are crazy, dude. So Venus <laughs> completes an orbit around the sun faster than it completes a rotation on its axis. So you nailed those things. That was really okay. impressive. It takes Venus about 225 Earth days to orbit the sun, but about 243 Earth days to complete one rotation. Okay. To be fair, you know, I was thinking... Venus doesn't fly fast enough to cross a day in 24, like to go around <laughs> yeah. the sun. In, there's no way in that Venus has hours. a year in 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, fair enough. So yeah. I tricked myself there, but yeah, no, no, 100%. Yeah. Okay, no, that I can, yeah, yeah, I believe that, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, That's wild. Oxford University is older than the Aztec Empire. Yes, this I actually know. This this I know because I when we were in Mexico, thing, yeah. when we were there at um, Chichen Itza, they were like, oh, yeah, by the way. And then I was like, that sounds highly implausible. And also I did a bunch of research about it. It's actually very interesting. Yeah. So but it's true. It's true. Yeah. Oxford has been around since at least 1096, yeah. the year 1096, making it the oldest university in the English-speaking world. In contrast, the Aztec civilization began with the founding of Tenochtitlan. Tenochtitlan, what's that? Tenochtitlan. Uh, yeah, Tenochtitlan. Yeah. In 1325, so almost what's that? Like 200 years, 150 years later. Because you remember years the later. Aztecs isn't the oldest no, no. Uh, Mesoamerican empire. Eh? You've got the, the Olmecs. So generally, it goes Zapotec. No, Olmec, Zapotec, Aztec, Mayan. The Mayan and the Aztecs were pretty around the same time and they fucked each other up because they were the most aggressive sort of clans. But yeah, that's pretty fucking hectic. It's pretty hectic. Um, This one I thought would be easy. Okay, hit me. But it's actually not. So the Great Wall of China is the only man-made structure visible from the moon. No. Oh, from space? It's not because you can see the pyramids of Giza. Man-made structure. Man-made structure. So Pyramids of Giza you can see from space as well as the Great Wall of China. But I'm I'm going to say you can't see it from the moon. You can see it from space but not the moon. So, yeah, I was just trying I mean, to trick you with pretty, the way that I was saying shit, but you can't see it. Yeah, anything's pretty <laughs> visible as long as you've got a big enough telescope. <laughs> <Yeah>. you <know? laughs> like, so, even my penis. <laughs> so it's a common myth. The Great Wall of China is not visible from the moon with the naked eye. In fact, from that distance, no specific human-made yeah. object is vis- visible without aid. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. how do you see something that's flat? Yeah, yeah you can't see anything. On a flat yeah. earth. Yeah, yeah you, you know? can't see anything. Um, if you, this one... This one. Trick me with your words, man. Okay. If you hold in farts long enough, the gas can be reabsorbed and come out of your mouth. So so I don't know if I believe this, but I've always had that thought of like, I've held in a fart. I'm going to be honest. I've held in a fart before in dire situations, like a lecture. And then I've been like, but where does it go? We want to know. Jack Black, tell us. Because <laughs> um, you, know, you obviously listen to this. Um, but yeah. No, so, so my thing is, is that like I don't think it gets reabsorbed and comes out your mouth. I do think it's possible for some of the gases to get reabsorbed in your stomach somewhere or in your colon. But also your body's getting rid of it because it's done absorbing what it needs to from it. So I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. So it is actually a fact. So what? it's actually right, yeah. What? I don't have any further details on that. Like, then I don't know if it's I actually. It. Uh, you can look it up. I want to. I actually want to know more about okay. this, but I didn't like I'll dig Google into it, it anymore. I'll Google it tonight. That's um, gonna be my my night reading. The last one. Okay. Before we move on to a different topic, the air you breathe in a train station. I guess this is more America than here, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 
No, it will be kind of the same. Yeah. The air you breathe in a train station is 15% human skin. So I actually think it's more than that because I know general dust that you have in your household is 70% human skin. Yeah. Human skin. So, so you've nailed it. So you says if, it says uh, if you think leaving a train station will um, save you from inhaling skin, you know, just know that 80% of the floating specks you see in a sunbeam Oh, also skin. <laughs> so you know when you see those like relaxing yeah. scenes in like a in like a lo-fi yeah. music video or something, dude. Know that's that that's human gross. skin. That's dude. people. That is human skin. That's pieces of people. That's DNA. That's <laughs> oh, that's gross. That's actually. so gross. Fuck, it makes me want to go and take a shower. Right it's now. so gross. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. Man. I mean, these other facts they they weren't that great. Yeah. Um, so, so I was just so trying like to read between one. a couple, but yeah. yeah. Tell me, tell me your thoughts. So, yeah. so like with that one, the 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 fifteen percent human skin. Uh, I thought it was going to be about the air that you recycle so that you recycle X amount of breaths per year. Because a fun fact, they claimably back in the day, it used to be that you drink the same glass of water seven times a year Mm. when, uh, you know, when the water systems used to be a lot better and well monitored, you used to drink the same glass of water seven times a year. If you think about it. Yeah. Especially if you vomited back in. Yeah, exactly. Because you peered out. (laughs) And then it goes, <laughs> but this one's got lumps. It's a smoothie now. It came in as water and it started. It started as water and then came out as a smoothie. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, so my fun fact for for this week was, uh, with um, recently, we've been watching a lot of the weightlifting stuff. Obviously, just out of interest. And yeah, I mean, you're weightlifting that, yourself. You're powerlifting. Fair enough. No, not powerlifting. Are you not powerlifting? No, no, I don't powerlift. I do the Olympic lifting, which is the clean and jerk and the snatch. And yeah, but you just you lift it really powerfully. Oh, That's what I'm saying. It's like the way you throw that shit into the roof is crazy. No, listen, I almost knocked myself out at some point, <laughs> I'm sure. But powerlifting is when you do squat, deadlift, and bench. Okay, so SBD, the brand, is literally squat, bench, deadlift. Oh, sweet. So over the this last weekend, they had what they call the Sheffield uh, IRF Raw world records and what that is is they take like the top 12 strongest men and top 12 strongest women um in their respective weight categories so they'll take i think two to three of each weight category depending on how many lifters there are in that category so like there was one guy that lifts 120 plus as in his weight is 120 plus and then there was like three guys in the 93 category two guys in the 105 category sort of thing anyway okay. Are these, are these people that travel from all over yeah, the world? Yeah, all over the world. They're like, like the, the champions. America, like Mexico. These are like the biggest, yeah. the, the best of the best. Yeah, French Guyana from Australia, New Zealand. It's it's like some of them are like arbitrary countries, but then others are like Australia, New Zealand, Russia, mm. America, sort of like expected countries because okay. of like just their, their gym and lifting culture. Mm. Um. So, yeah, so the crazy thing is that there is a guy who is now, he was born in 1998, so he is 20 six years old yeah right um and how it works is that you go there and you lift against all these other people but basically what you're actually lifting against is the world record of your total weights so if you've got say for example if you're in the 71 category for women the world record will be 300 kilograms so that means it's 100 bench 100 deadlift 100 um, squats, but and you can I'm just change it any numbers. way. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, so so you can. So if if that's you can say do what the world squat and yeah. fifty this and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So 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 you don't. So so your the whole idea of this competition is to take the world record totals 
and then fucking smash it as much as possible. Yeah. So you can take the world record totals and if you beat the 300 total by 350, that means that you get then that 15% or whatever it is. So you beat it by 115%. Yeah, it's like a triathlon of, of weights. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Okay. So, so so the whole idea is that you, so you're actually competing against the world record and not yeah. necessarily against the other people in the weight divisions. Okay. But it also gives the people that are in the 93 division a good chance of beating the dude in a 120 plus division, which is literally what happened. Because uh, naturally it's the dude, of the because it's percentage uh, based. So the dude in the 120 will clean up yeah. on weights technically, but percentage wise, because of the, the world records, he doesn't clean up sort of. Thing. Yeah. Okay. That's so quite cool. I like some it. of the, yeah. some of the fun weights. Do people then like, do dude. people shred weight to be in a lower class? Yeah. hundred percent. It gets that tactical. So like my, like, like with the fighting, like mm. the guys will drop weight categories then to, to be in a lower weight. Cause they know they yeah. lift heavier. Um, but there's a, yeah, there's obviously a if sacrifice. You do, you do. Yeah, there is a trade off. Yeah, you know, there is yeah. a trade off. Yeah, insane, but you just got to okay. be clever about it. So, this guy Jesus uh, uh, Oliveres from America. Call him what he is, man. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> well, he weighs 120 plus. So he, if I'm not mistaken, his weight was 180 kilos. He's a fucking big motherfucker. 26 years old. How much he, did you say he weighs? 180. 180. Yeah, one, 100 and, 180. <laughs> Holy like, fuck. Yeah, that's, he's, he's a large chap. Look at that video. Holy shit. Dude, yeah, no, that is, dude look at his, is that his neck? No, no he doesn't it, have a neck. That's his face. Neck. Yeah, that's just his, his head and His face looks body. like his neck. Dude, the, he is a Goliath of a oh human. Oh, my God. He is huge. So he, over this weekend, broke the world record. <laughs> oh God, so this that, is dude. the heaviest lift ever back squat, basically, in IPF or oh IWF. Is that just a back squat weight? Just his back squat is Jesus. 478 kilograms. So for those of you that measure oh, in freedom like, units, that's 1,053 pounds. That's like one and a half Drake dicks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> a whole Rolo ice cream. Bro, that's fucking insane. 478 back squat. Kilogram back squat, dude. I'll, I'll play it here just so that you can see. And it's not like a little squat. Like he breaks 90, dude. That oh, is dude, fully all the way down. The he ground. doesn't even struggle. Like that is just a straight drive, dude. 26 years old. I hate him, dude. Yeah. No, I'm so joking. I got nothing out. to hate. That's, I love that oak. I'll kiss that oak on his nut <laughs> neck, dude. So he, so for, for this, he got like some of the heaviest lifts, except for his deadlift. So the deadlift, the heaviest deadlift was 380. So he got to 380, but so did the dude in the 93 category. So he won overall, the dude in the 93 category. After this guy just like... Yeah, because he smashed him on the deadlift percentage. So his back squat was like 400 or something. The oh, dude okay, in the 93. Okay, okay. But yeah, so I mean, this guy weighs 180 oh and he back squat 478. 478 is just stupid, dude. Bench yes. presses for 255. <laughs> That's like the same weight as a Kawasaki Ninja or something stupid. <laughs> so and then he dumb, deadlifts dude. 380 kilograms, dude. Oh my dude. God. So his total is 1.1 tons, yeah. dude. 1.1 tons, dude. Hey? Oh my god! That's that that's is... his lifts in total. Yeah, Dude, that's Jesus. Then the, <laughs> that's Jesus for you. That's Jesus, my man. Then the the oh female, the female one. Oh yeah. So so the woman she won in the sixty nine category with a total of six hundred kilogram total. Dude, that is insane. Six hundred kilogram total, literally ten times her body weight. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Um. Yeah. So she got a even a if you world split record. that into three, it's like. 
But that's a 200, 200, 200, even if you break that up into three. Dude, that's a lot. That's a fuckload. Bench dude. press 200. Yeah, no, dude. It's a fuckload. And so then, what did she lift in, in each of those? Uh, I'm not actually sure. It doesn't say here, but I can find that out. But then the men, the dude who won, his name's Gustav Hedlund. From, uh, he's also 93. Comes from Norway, I think. He got a total of 895. Oh, my God. And he weighs 93. That's, that's also almost 10 times his body weight, dude. It's insane. Imagine you totaling lifting 10 times your body weight. So, yeah, so that chick, yeah, like I say, uh, Agata um, Sitko is her name. Yeah, It's 600. never like a, like just a standard English person, yeah. dude. Em- Emily Howard. It's never. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. From America in the Olympic lifting, Olivia Reeves is coming through. She currently is 21 years old, weighs 71 kilograms, back squats 200 and something stupid. I back squat 200. And I'm a grown-ass man. And this this individual, this young youth individual is coming through. And, yeah, she is fucking dominating. She's taking the the weightlifting scene by storm because just of how strong she is. So she's going to smash world records. That is nuts. So, yeah, so Paris 2024 weightlifting is going to be crazy to watch because there's like three or four weightlifters that are are priming to break world records. And when I mean priming, so currently Lasha Tlaktalkatsav from Georgia. Just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, yeah, super easy. He's (laughs) the uh, world record holder for the 109 uh, plus weight division in in Olympic weightlifting. He weighs about 130, yeah, 135. I've shown you videos of him before that. Yeah. He currently snatches 225. <laughs> so what know. basically what that guy was bench pressing, he snatches overhead, single that movement, squat snatch. And he Oh, you've shown me the soak, dude. He looks like a like he's yeah. got like a full on beard and yes, shit. Like and a full on boop as well. That yeah, disappears yeah, proper, when he clean dude. and jerks. And it, when he clean and jerks, it's 268 kilograms. Oh my god. That's 268 so much. kilograms too. That's so much. Clean, score like into a squat, stand yes, up, yeah. and then press it overhead. 268 kilos. Dude, dude, I don't think people understand how complex those movements are because like the clean oh. I understand has been like that that's a lot easier than So that's so that's where a lot of people are like, oh well, how come power lifters can lift so much? I mean it's and you like leg drive. Because it's literally just Oof. down and up. I'm not yeah, taking yeah. anything away no, from no, no, movements. No. In it's themselves the press, they are dude. they are tough movements. But that's why they only bench 250 yeah, and yeah. not 400 because it's a more dynamic movement. So, yes. so you've got these dynamic movements. The clean and jerk, you must remember, is literally four movements. So you've got your initial pull into your second pull, into your clean, into a squat. Then yeah, it's yeah. standing up. Then you have to re-rack if you lose your grip. And then you've got to then push the thing overhead and but squat underneath. That's dude, because yeah, sure, there's your a mobility. bit of legs, right? There's yeah. a little bit of legs on that. No, there's but a that's lot mo- of legs. You must remember I, I, that I understand you rely that. on your legs and your hips to get you through this. But that's a lot of shoulders that's as well, dude. dude. Like your shoulders to hold that weight over here, two hundred and sixty odd kilos to hold that overhead. That's disgusting. It's unfucking real, dude. And that's it. Like people don't understand. Like, Holy like, and, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, but powerlifters are so much stronger." And they're like, "Yeah, but that's because you're literally standing up yeah, yeah. while holding onto a weight." You yeah, know? yeah. It's not a, taking anything. No, away no, from no, it. no. I understand. Deadlifts are shit. Yeah, I yeah. know because I'm so so. Like to put it in perspective, I've got a deadlift of two hundred and a back squat of two hundred. Yeah. Front squat of one fifty. That's huge. That was testing at the end of December last year. So so now I'm probably so my goals for the end of the year are back squat of 250, yes, yes. deadlift 260, because I want to sort of get that ratio right, and a front squat of 200. Yes, yes. That's what I'm aiming for. That's crazy, so, dude. But yeah, I mean, I'm still 
220 kilos off of the world record for powerlifting. (laughs) And that oak's five years below me. The nice thing, though, is that I still have my knees. So, Your niece, yeah, my niece, both of them. <laughs> I still got monies. I still got monies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just wild. Like yeah, Crazy. like I say, Paris twenty twenty four is definitely going to be something to watch for Olympic lifting. And if powerlifting interests you, like yeah, it's there's a lot more rules than I thought there were initially. But it's it's unreal. Like the human body is so unrelenting mm. in, in in like in certain mindsets. Almost like, so we were talking about Ronnie Coleman, you know, yeah. like almost to the degree where it's detrimental to you. Yeah, so you have man. to find that happy medium of where you can push your body to a limit where you're not going to destroy yourself. Well, this this is the interesting thing because I, I I came across the, that Ronnie Coleman video yeah. where you're struggling to get onto stage. Mm. Um, and if you guys search it, I think I, I found it on TikTok yeah. just randomly yeah, for your page. but. Easily. Um, he's undergone, what did they say, seven or nine back no, 13. 13 back 13 backups, and yeah. that's including fusions and Yeah, whatnot. so he's fucked. So, like, yeah. he's super fucked. But they, I came across an interview with her, mm. like, would you have changed anything? He said, not a chance. He's mm. like, if I could pick up a weight and lift it now, I'd go for my 14th op sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. You know, like, but, uh, but like exactly it's a pursuit it. of pushing the human condition. Yeah. So, so, like, there's a fine line. And I will, so, so, in lifting, the guys often talk about equipped lifting, where it's actually just like a pseudonym for steroids so there's a lot of sort of so in the powerlifting community and in the strongman community there's a certain acceptance of steroid use or substance use in certain circles not in every circle i'm going to say that not in every circle because i don't want everybody to come after me about that but in in certain circles so there's literally a section of powerlifters like a competition of powerlifting where they're like steroids are legal yeah. So that's literally just like, let's fucking go. Let's see what the human body can do sort of thing. In this regard, in the IWF, IPF, the International Powerlifting Federation, that's illegal. Substances are banned. So if you get caught with a substance, you get banned sort of thing. So that for me makes sense because you're pushing your natural ability to as far as it can go. Whereas guys like Rich Piana who was a massive advocate for steroids in the bodybuilding scene and yeah, stuff I mean, like that. Still t- yeah, RBWF or whatever, they often there's also a category there where steroids are somewhat legal but frowned upon as well. Mm. And we were even talking about that's the UFC. Right? So that's the thing, yeah. even UFC, like yeah, well, Brock Lesnar. Is and now, then, but USADA is yeah. like, it's pulled back. Yeah, yeah. USADA is not um, looking over the UFC fights anymore. No, but so that's it. So the substances to, have all of a sudden become yeah, legal. resurgence again. You know, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's a problem because... I'm sure they're not in the entirety no, like PDs. Of course, like, but, I, mean, I don't know. It's still like oftentimes they use it for recovery from injuries. That's it. So they'll use it for recovery from injuries for a short while and then they're like, oh no, it's just while I was rehabilitating. Yeah. Like you remember when PSP disappeared because he had mm-hmm. blood, a blood condition. Yes. And then he came back with his blood condition is that he had and, fucking and steroids in his blood. Because yeah. Oak was drilling train for a blood <laughs> yeah. condition. So, so that's the thing. So like this whole substance abuse thing and like we were saying, like with Ronnie Coleman, he mm. did his first two Mr. Olympias naturally, clean, yeah, absolutely bloody. natural and clean. Yeah. But then all of a sudden I started catching up and you're like, how did they catch up? Well, I mean, it's fucking steroids. So he yeah. had to then juice to keep up with the guys. Yeah, and there's no ways that you get practically that big no without way, 
juice. Oh, know, chicken. Yeah, <laughs> cool, chicken dude. and broccoli. What are you injecting yeah. your chickens with? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's, no it's a natural dude. brand. No you know? ways, dude. And that's the thing. So like Rich Piano was a massive fucking advocate for steroids. Yes, Died of a heart attack yeah. at 49. But he was wide, dude. <laughs> he was huge, dude. Did you see we saw that guy at Arnold in South Africa at the yes. Arnold comp when, we, when they were here. Yeah. Even Hathor Bjornsson as well. Yeah. Can't tell me that somebody's going to deadlift 500 no ways, kilograms without fucking jawling. There's got to be something. Mm, like you were talking about this, um, like drugs and sports. Right? the drug Olympics. Did you hear about this? Yes. So there's this billionaire, Peter Sorry, Thiel, I think his name is, or Thiel. Thiel, yeah. Um, T-H-I-E-L. Yes, he's a Silicon Valley billionaire and he's thrown his financial muscle behind an Olympics on steroids. So it kind of allows everybody to, to do it out and in the open, which is crazy. But... Um, yeah, I mean, this guy was an early investor in startups like PayPal, Facebook, and he's back in, they called them the enhanced games. So he's trying to, he's going to provide more details on April 17th. It says, I'm reading New York Post, so I don't know how fucking. Dude, that's about as a reliable yeah, news resource know. as Boston, Boston Sports. So. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, basically, I think they just want to see how far the human condition can go. So with can I be honest? Dude, so yeah. I saw like a TikTok documentary where they were like promoing this thing. Yeah. And the caption was, this guy's like, I've beat Usain Bolt's record five times and I'm just getting faster. And you're like, yeah, but you're drilling trend. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give some oak on the side of the road some crack and that oak will also <laughs> fucking beat Usain <laughs> Bolt's record. So Give him so, some yeah. flipping autumn harvest, dude. Yeah. You want to see an oak around? Yes, it's and Tim Young. Yes, but this is the thing. So, yeah, so dude, what would happen if you get that to Usain Bolt? So, so You're not beating his record. No, you're but you're a beating a... Yeah. You're setting an enhanced record, 100%. Yeah, it's enhanced. I'm curious because I want to see how far these people will go and what oh. they can do. But then I want to take Usain Bolt and put him on steroids. Yeah, yeah I want to see what happens. Because he'll fuck everyone up still. Like, that's the thing. Could I you think, imagine? Dude, I don't think he needs enhancements to still fuck everybody up. I don't. I think he just needs... It's like maybe back in the day when he was in his prime. Now, not so much, I don't think. I, I just don't think we ever saw the fastest he could go. Like if you look at those records, didn't dude, he suffer an injury? Yes, yeah. And he had to and rehabilitate he, from that, yeah. and then he just never came back. Yeah, he never came back. I okay. think he started training like, like Wade for Nick Hack and yeah. all of those. Who's and that's also fine. There's nothing wrong with it. That's usually yeah, the career yeah, yeah. of a sprinter. I mean, if, even do, if you look at Bruce Jenner, that's or yeah. sorry, Caitlin Jenner, that's that's how they made their money. Is yeah. that they did Sports, the Olympics, became super yeah. powerful or uh, super sort of popular, became uh, consultants, uh, you know, yeah, coaching and stuff like that. That's how they make their money. But even when you watch Usain Bolt, like I was watching that race back, dude, the way, in the Olympics where he was just cleaning he was up cruising, every single thing. Dude. I mean, he was beating a record. Every single time he ran, he beats his record by a little bit. Yeah. And, like 0.5. Uh, do you know why? Because he got paid a million dollars every time he exactly. beat the record. So he was he made like four million, five million dollars just beating his record. Now he's that. making two million off of Epson <laughs> brother refillable <laughs> tanks on YouTube, <laughs> dude. <laughs> but but like when you watch that final run, he let up before the end. Yeah, he was cruising. Dude. He ran and he lifted and then he started celebrating mm. like what, five meters before the end. He yeah. lifted, he stopped racing yeah. and he just crossed the line casually and he ran 19.19 on that 200. Mm. Yeah, and I think his 100 was 9.42. Yeah, like something that. crazy, dude. But you oh. look at those races and you go, 
how much more could he have done? Mm. Like, could he have broken nine? Unequipped, you know, sort of thing. So yeah, without dude. steroids. Could he have broken nine? Could he have broken 19 on the 200? Yeah. But I but think he could I have. think he could have broken nine easy. But now the thing is, you're like, give him juice. Mm. What if he goes down to like 7.5, dude? Limos. Yeah. Eros on a lunch bar. <laughs> Check that out, dude. Eros on a lunch bar. That'll fucking fly. <laughs> Join the Scottish That's, games. <laughs> <laughs> I love those ads. Yeah, they're so but, good. But you see, like for me, like I understand, but also what's the difference between those drugs and cocaine? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, it's true. What's the difference between those drugs and methamphetamine? Well, it's the same way. They it, elicit the same response in do, terms they, of physical reaction. Yeah, there's something at it. Yeah, yeah, dampens down stuff. It's the same as like, Smoking weed in sports, yes, like they yeah. say, like it's uh, performance enhancing. You go, so, well, how's it performance enhancing? Well, it numbs, it numbs pain. your brain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You numbs literally pain. Just your recovery is better. There's yeah. that gym. I, th- I can't it's remember. Four twenty California. It's, That's it's Calif- California, not California strength. California strength. Amazing it's, it is Olympic lifting, something. but it's yeah, four twenty strength or something. It's br- and it's Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. They yeah. roll, but like they, they roll goofed. as yeah. well. <laughs> but also they 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 weightlifting. There's one where they weightlift high yeah, goofed as, as well. well. Yeah, yeah. And they just push it, dude. So these like they smoke a J before they start rolling in, in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. BJJ. J. <laughs> yeah, Brazilian joint Jiu Jitsu. <laughs> dude, that's crazy. Hey? Like. But it, but there's a reason for it. It's like but you're more zen, like, you're more calm, you can think yeah, a little and they, bit better. They, I you're think they're like more in a flow. That's yeah, yeah, it is. So it's they, it's they, to enhance flow state. Yeah, exactly. Because that's, that's, I mean, the big focus of jiu-jitsu is that you have to actually stay calm and mm. you have to try to lure that other person into a trap of sorts. And yeah. you, you have to stay calm, move with the flow, go with it. You have to be patient. You have to. How else do you learn that sort of thing? You know, Dude, but I, not through steroids, because steroids make you very aggressive. There's something know, that so. made me think of this right now. And it's weird because we're going back like fucking 30 minutes. But when we're talking about... Drake's dick. About, no, really. <laughs> we had to go back a whole week. No, no. Um, when we're talking about like holding in a fart and then it comes yeah. to your mouth sort of yeah. thing. This, this is a long idea. time ago. You know you've got a poo window. Yes. 15 minutes. Yeah. So if you After need a shit. Gone. Yeah, yeah. If you need a shit and you don't shit within 15 minutes no. of feeling that you need to go poo. That poo's gone, dude. It gets, it goes back up. I don't I don't think it goes back up so much as that it gets reabsorbed. I just think it moves. No, 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 it just away. goes back it moves up. Away yeah, from yeah, your it goes, oh, okay, like, you're not ready. I'll come knocking again. You're not ready. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so from that conversation, yes. I want to tell you about you the need to time. Go poo. No, 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 okay. dude. I'll tell you about the time where there was no poop window. It was just that poop window was it, open. It was a sliding door. It was, it was a poop It was just door. open the whole time. I think you've told me about this though. So was our, it when you were when, with the poiki. No no no, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. So we're going back like to when I was Yo. starting my gaming. Uh, I think it was like 2017, 2018. I was okay. um, on the PS4. Yeah. Seed. Yes. A good friend, Seed. He's a Seed, South African streamer. Yeah, South African streamer. He moved over to the UK. Mm. Um, but I haven't actually, I'm a chicken with that oak. I love that. Okay. Yeah, you used so to send nice. me lots of podcasts. Yeah. And by that, I mean, it was it's literally. Our, yeah, no, no, but it was a voice note on. Yeah, yeah, on I got to do the longest. Yo, longest, but it was the best. So this guy upgraded his capture card and he's like, listen, dude, I've yes. got my old Elgato capture card. If you want it, like, come grab it. Yeah, I was like, okay, cool. I remember. Um, he was out in Midrand. I was in Ramberg at the time. I was like, okay, cool. So Midrand was where he worked. So I was like, mm. I, like I'm not going to wait. Pull in. Yeah, I'm going to go pull in right now. So I'm like, Hop in the car, start driving there. And I'm like, hmm, Tommy's a little bit unsettled. 
Like my tummy's not so lacquer, dude. It's not ideal. No, 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 it's not great. But I'm gonna get in there. I'm gonna grab this. I'm gonna get home. I'm gonna have a poo. Yeah. Like I'm good, dude. One, two, fuck you, yeah. dude. I'm like get past like fucking William Nickel, <laughs> and I'm like oh, I need a poo already, dude. Like, this is this is no grabbing, dude. fuck all, my boy. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, but I'm like, no, no, stick it out. I'm not turning yeah. away. I'm gonna go get my old garlic capture card, dude. So like. I get there, dude. Now this is like half an hour drive, whatever. I get there. Meet Teed at his at the place that he's working. Yeah. I think it's his dad's factory or something. Teed wants to have a chat. Yeah, of course. So I'm like, I'm fucking sweating, dude. Yeah. I'm sweating and I'm just like I'm yeah. I, I want to chat. I love Seed, dude. Yeah. But you uh, also just you, But also you I need a shit, shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm talking to him and he's showing me things and how they've arranged and this is what I'm doing this morning. We're talking and it's like fucking yeah, 20, 30 bad. minutes goes on. <laughs> like a, I'm just trying to like get out of the conversation. Yeah. And I don't want to be rude because yeah. I love the guy, but I'm like I'm gonna shit my pants. And I'm just chatting <laughs> and to you. Also don't wanna, like, you also don't wanna be like Thina, I'm gonna shit myself <laughs> yeah, no, dude. right now. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's also not a very good conversation. No, no, no. Like a, a dude, lever, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I also feel like I would have been rude if I'm like, okay, dude, I just need to leave because I need to go yeah. poo. Can I use like, your No, no, because <laughs> yeah. no, I'd I'd break it. That's fine. So I'm like, no, okay, dude, it's like, bro, i got to go. I've got like a meeting or yeah. something and I get out a of meeting there. Meeting with the toilet, dude. So from Midrand, go hop on the highway between Allendale and the off-ramp in Malabongwe. Yeah. Four accidents. Oh no! Standstill, dude. Like standstill. Like you, cars had to move to let the, the ambulances through, and Ooh. then like the tow trucks. But even that, because people are driving like down the assholes. yellow lane like fucking idiots. Like they're blocking people, yeah. so that makes things harder to move off. Dude, I have never been that close <laughs> to just shitting in my pants, dude. I swear <laughs> to God, I've never felt that, dude. I was. Cold. My body was cold. I was sweating. I felt <laughs> this wet. Is, this I felt is where wet. the paramedics are just gonna oh hold me up. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> so like I'm, pants. but now like I'm looking and I'm like I'm not gonna make it home, dude. Yeah. I'm fucking not gonna make it home. Like you know when you when you're prairie poo, dogging. Yeah, when your poo hits a hole, <laughs> dude, it like hits a hole and then it goes <laughs> it's back knocking. and it's like oh yeah, yeah. I was knocking Bro, on I'm the door. I'm telling you, <laughs> the, it did that like three or four knock, times. Knock, knocking on. <laughs> dude, it did it like three or four times and then it was like the next time you yeah. got no control. Yeah. It was the first time where I ever sat there and I was like, if I shit my pants, I did as much as I could. <laughs> To not shit my pants. God knows. I did everything. God, God by my side knows that <laughs> Dude, I did everything. I, I could. tried my fucking everything best. In my Whatever power happens to from stop here it. on out, bro, I can't do anything. Dude, I remember looking around the car and going, like, what can I shit into? Yeah. And there was nothing. But what I found was three Roman's pizza serviettes. <laughs> and I was like, if I shit my pants, I'm going to have to wipe it. I even looked at bridges, dude. <laughs> And I was like, go. I'm going to park under that bridge and, and I'm going to shit bridge. behind there. But dude, like all of those places, if you, if I had to like go and squat behind there, I'd still be eye level yeah. with dead still with traffic. With most people, yeah. With everybody just looking at me. Yeah, dude. that's the problem. Like you can't hide. If There's it's nothing, moving dude. traffic, you can kind of like get away with it. You're like, oh, fucking somebody's going to look and they're going to go. <laughs> Bro, and, and I was sweating, eh? I was sweating, yeah. sweating, sweating. And I was like. If I had to choose between death and shitting my pants right now, I'd probably be okay with dying. I'd rather roll the car. <laughs> I'd, but I couldn't go fast enough. <laughs> I couldn't do yeah. shit. Oh, why did he die? Because he shed his pants. Dude, and at that moment where I was like, yeah. the poop is coming. <laughs> like, then the car started moving and I was like, God. Thank you. 
I will talk about you. <laughs> I will, I'll be an evangelist. <laughs> and I got home uh, and dude, it wasn't even the biggest poo. It was just necessary. It just had to. <laughs> it was actually just a fart. No, no, no. It's it just one of those ones where your tummy is sore and you're just going to have a good fart. And it's like, one of yeah, those ones like where it. you have to wipe the whole toilet, like uh, under yeah, the seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Where it's just like... Yeah, you shut up. One and done. You know what I mean? You're like, shut upwards. A little bit of Poseidon's kiss. Dude, that was the most. (laughs) Poseidon didn't want to put his mouth near that dude. I trust you. Bro, it was, that is the closest I've ever come to shitting myself. And like, I'll never bully anybody that ever shits themselves because like, I I, think this is, I understood that dude. I think maybe you did in your past life. And Karma's teaching you. There was one dude that showed his pants in registration. You see? I remember. Did you laugh? Uh, fucking hysterically everybody would have laughed even I would have laughed but now this is like you know like pale dude you but now I understand because your life <laughs> yeah, leaves your body you're like I'm prepared to die dude but you see that's it it's like final destination because like you know it's like karma's coming it's you you escape death it's mm. coming for you so you laughed but you're and gonna God was pants, like dude. I'm gonna show you because yeah, that's yeah. not the first time there's another story which we can either talk about now or later but the this? one where you was it where you had gone? You didn't go for the job interview. It's the one where you Oh, had no, the no. This is with the poiki. Yes. Okay. You see, it's a reoccurring theme here, Christopher. This is actually an intervention. No, so I'll, I'll talk about this. Okay, talk about it. Okay, so I made a fucking banging poiki. Yeah. Like, amazing. Never it's, tasted it's, it before. Though. It's a sherry, a sherry lamb poiki. Oh, yes, you told us about this And, one. um... Yeah, I pried this recipe out of a friend's hands. Mark, if you listen to this ever... Smooches for you, my boy. Peace be with you, dude. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, dude. Uh, so, I, I make this whole thing, and it's fucking delicious. Uh, but the next day, because you know, pokey age as well. Yeah. So, like the next curry. day, I'm like, uh, next day we went out for dinner. So, I'm like, not eating this. I can't have yeah. it because I'm out. I was working or something, so I had a little bit for lunch, but I couldn't have it for dinner. The yeah. next day, we went out to, like, in-laws for dinner. So, mm. it was, like, two days, like, mm. I was, like, mm, didn't make it. Third day, I'm, like, lunchtime, Yo. dude. Yeah, my man. Yeah, so, I dish up, poiki, rice. The rice Was is, it fresh rice? No, the rice was on the stove. <laughs> okay, but listen, now I fucking know. Yeah, that rice but can actually fucking then, kill you. It's... So rice, onions, and potatoes are three of the worst food poisoning yes. foods that you can have. But I didn't know that so, rice what goes off. So, so they so, say rice in the fridge and chicken in the fridge. The rice is more likely to kill you than the chicken yes. in the fridge. But it can last a lot longer in the fridge. This wasn't. This was like a hot <sighs> summer's day for two days. <clears throat> but like I didn't know, dude. Making right? a stovetop so, sucky. I even mm. say this to people and they're like, does rice go off? And I'm like, thank you. Like, I don't feel <laughs> fucking dumb, dude. Like, obviously it goes I'm off at some idiot. point, dude. But, you know, like two days, <laughs> no, you're like, no, mm, fair, fair. You're like, this it's is not your plausible. biggest worry, you yeah. know? And I took and I ate it and I was like, it's fucking good, dude. Yeah. So then I'm like, let me go have some more. Matured rice. So I go and I like scrape the, like I go and like, mm. you know, break up is the rice. Cocoa? And I smell it, dude. And I'm like, that it made me feel immediately sick. Because yeah, it's like that sour. It's fucking gross, dude. Yeah, I like can still smell it like it's sour. chilling in my nose every time I tell mm. the story. It's like, remember me. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, no. Okay, listen. I need to shoot out. I've got a meeting at a, <laughs> I got a meeting at a law firm to build an app for them. I've got an app development company. <laughs> so we've been trying to arrange this meeting for weeks and weeks and weeks and just the partners hadn't been there or I had other meetings. We couldn't like coordinate our yeah. diaries and we finally did. So I drive all the way out to Rosebank. 
on the way there, I still I start getting those sweats and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Around Shit's fucking real, dude. <laughs> I even pulled over to try and gender, try and TC a bit. Yeah. Nothing, dude. You know when you just sit there like a cat? And you're just like. <laughs> 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 and I, so I've got a. You do that weird thing with your back. <laughs> <laughs> Twerk. Yeah. Also, you have the worst survival. Yeah, I've got I've got like a, a faulty valve in my throat, right? So my valve only it's like you a one way, dude. Must go to Toyota; they can check out your valves for you. So it's like a one way, yeah. Like, like a so rat. I can't burp. You fucking rat. Yeah, like a pigeon, dude. A pigeon. But I've got a gag reflex, bro. Hey. <laughs> so like I can't like burp. I can't. My man. <laughs> I can't burp. I can't vomit. Yeah. So like if I if I vomit or burp, it's like extremely fucking yeah. sore. Um, but so like I can't make myself from yeah. I'm like, okay, no, well, whatever. Let me There's get no to this meeting, in time, yeah. get in, get out. I can deal with it on the way home. Get into the me- meeting. Okay, wait, one of the partners is just finishing up on a meeting. So we'll just casually chat. Half We're chatting. They're like, do you want something to drink? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll have something to drink. He's like, um, you know, we got coffee, tea. I'm like, I can't have any of those things. Yeah. Like, do you have some water? They're like, yeah, 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 we got water. You know that plastic bottle that comes in old fridges? Nestle, yeah. <laughs> you know that like Tupperware bottle yes, that the people- square one. Yeah, And dude. it's that frosted one. And it's, you know the taste. Yes, it's yes, got that taste. It does. And it's, it's like slightly metallic, but also- Yes. You can taste Asbestos. the plastic is leaching out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, can, you can taste that the polyurethane is leaching yeah, out of the dude, plastic. it's not right. Yeah. So that's, they put me mm. an ice cold glass of and fucking It doesn't plastic. look brown, but in my mind, I always picture yes, it slightly brown. It's got that brown. browny, like yellowy, Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I take a sip of this and immediately I'm like, I feel like that gag. But I'm like, if I if my valve wasn't faulty, I would have probably vomited right there. But it like say. hit my valve and came back down. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, knocking on the door. Do you mind if I just go to the bathroom? I'm like, yeah, go down the hall. It's yeah. just to the right. I walk down this hall. It's like this law firm isn't in a building. It's like in an old house yes. that's been redone. To be like an, I feel law like firm. that's almost every law firm on Linda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so pretty much. So I walk here, I'm walking down there, I'm like, it's yeah. quiet. Okay, flooring. But hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> like it's quiet. I'm like, hopefully, like this is a bit discreet. <laughs> it's in the like open plan. There's probably about 20 people working around here, dead fucking quiet. Everyone's Nobody wearing headphones, <laughs> nothing. Dude, yeah. One bathroom. <laughs> You know, one of those houses that has a toilet and then separate, they've got like a bathtub and stuff. <laughs> yes. It's one of those houses. You're lucky, dude. So I sit in there and I'm like, okay, I need a vomit. Who are you sitting in the bath? <laughs> oh, dude, no. Let me tell you this. So before, the night before, I actually went out for sushi or you can eat sushi with Sam. And this adds to the fucking story. So that's why I didn't have it the night before because we're like, yes. no, we went for all you can eat. Okay, so next day, all of the shit, okay, go yeah. to the bathroom. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I need a vomit now. Yeah. So I'm like, let me let me try and TC yeah. a little bit. Dude, even just thinking of that bottle of water right now makes me feel sick. Mm-hmm. So I start teasing. <laughs> I like start teasing, and then like, okay, now shit's coming out, but it's like a little bit, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And then I just start fucking choking because this big ball of rice gets stuck in my throat. <laughs> the only way I could get that out of my throat is by hitting it in the back with whatever was in my lungs, dude. So I went like, the <laughs> I had to shout. Dude, I literally had to shout so that this rice came out. And when rice comes out, it doesn't come out on a straight line. So just fucking spray, dude. I just had rice that just went fucking everywhere. 
And then, oh my God. and then it came out, dude. And then it was a lot, dude. It was a lot. And it just kept on coming and kept on coming. Because I had like fucking 500 rands worth of all you can eat sushi. And it was tearing my throat apart, dude. So I didn't chew properly, dude. It's all you can eat, bro. Yeah. Leave the chin yeah, it's all you can yeah, swallow, dude. all you can eat. Fucking deep throat those California rolls, dude. It's like... Yo, no. dude, and I'm just vomiting, and I'm vomiting, and I'm vomiting, oh, no. and like it just feels like everything's coming out. Yeah, everything's yeah. coming out, and there's so much gas. Yeah, and like that's <sighs> coming out. So there's so much noise, dude. Somebody knocks on the door. They're like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, oh, I'm fine. Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine." They're like, "Can we get you some water?" I'm like, "Ooh," <laughs> so I'm vomiting more. Eventually, like it's like ten, fifteen minutes, and I'm just vomiting. Oh, you're fighting for your life, and then yeah. I'm like cleaning up because the bathroom. I literally, it's dude. When yeah. I say there was rice behind me, dude, yeah. it was yeah. fucking everywhere. So I clean all this shit up. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let me compose myself and go yeah. back. I look at myself in the mirror, and the only way I can describe this is like I must. It, it looks like I watched Pursuit of Happiness oh, yeah. seven times in a row. Yeah. Like my face like it was is just red a ghost and swollen. Yeah, just the ghost. My of eyes, bum. yeah, dude. I just looked like I'd oh, been sitting there crying for like no. twenty minutes, and it was so long. It's not like anybody. It, like either I went for a big shit. Is long, dude. Like either I went for a massive shit. Yeah, like you were choking a donkey. Something there, was happening. You know? Yeah. So I walked back, and then all of the partners and stuff are there now. They're like, "Are you alright?" I'm like. Oh, I think I've got a bit of food poisoning. The one guy's like, oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like joking. I'm yeah. like, oh, I've got no fucking humor, yeah, dude. My man, you've I'm never like, been here. They're like, should, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, should we send you an email with the scope? I'm like, please. Yeah. You know, so yeah. climb in my car. Send me an email with the scope and then can I go, <laughs> yeah. can we go to the sushi place and sue them? <laughs> dude, I, they, they, they never emailed me. They never got back to me. I'm still on the email list and you can't unsubscribe. So, Hectic. yeah, but the bathroom bandit. <laughs> the vomit comet but dude the funniest thing is I'm driving home now and um, I get you know there's that little corner of restaurants at the bottom of um, of Rosebank yes you know like I can't remember what they are but I'm at that robot and I'm just trying to look dead straight because like if I look anywhere I'm going to vomit I'm sitting and I think I was in my Toyota Taz my TT at the time as well (laughs) So I'm just sitting there, I'm like trying to not look anywhere else. I just hear this like frantic hooting next to me and I'm like, please, please just leave me. And I turn to my side and there's this old woman, dude, and she's like lying down the window. She's like, are you right, son? What's wrong? Because I just look like I've just been sitting in my car crying. Like, this is it, dude. Like, I'm 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 on my way to do something. (laughs) She's like, no. She even said to me, she's like, your life is worth something. I'm like, fucking not right now, dude. Like, like, this is a lot. And they are, so then I'm trying to get home. My brother's at home. Yeah. At my house. Um, he's playing my PlayStation with headphones <laughs> on. He's got my keys in case he needed to leave. So he's not <laughs> fucking opening. And I'm, dude, I vomited so much outside on the road as well. I was on the community group. Like somebody saying, hey, is that okay? okay there's a guy vomiting outside. There's a man dying outside house. his house. <laughs> yeah. And eventually I get in. And then by the time I got in, I sat with a bucket on my lap. And I, that was you. I sat on with a bucket on my lap on the toilet, and yeah. I think if anybody's been in that, yes, you just know that yeah. there's the double trouble. Yeah, yeah. There's no sense of self there. Oh. There's nothing pretty about that situation. No. You're just on the You're edge of death. You're just fighting for your life. You're on the edge yeah. of death. But that's the scary part of it, dude. And that's it. Like you say, it's the danger of fucking rice, oh, bro, dude. dude. Honestly, so I saw a doctor, and the doctor was like, "Listen, rice 
Yeah. Onions and potatoes are the worst food yeah. poisonings you can get. You can actually die. Die, yeah. Well, you nearly fucking did, dude. You're lucky that lady saved your life by controlling you in traffic there. Yeah, shame. It was really nice of her. I was going to say. I bless, don't think she's alive her. anymore, but like if any of her relatives listen, she was really old. Agatha. Yeah. This was back yeah. in like 2016 as well. So. Thanks, Auntie Aggie. I can still smell that fucking rice, dude. Dude, that is rough. But you know what? You, I'm yeah. a winner, dude. I finished that poiki still. <laughs> I didn't have the rice, but I went back for the poiki. You fought back. You yeah, dude, back, the yeah. poiki, poiki was delicious. It wasn't delicious. the poiki, Sam. I promise it was the yeah, rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, it's fine if you don't want it. I'll have yeah. it. There's you I'm just not going to go all the way to three weeks, back. dude. Yeah, yeah. God, no. It was bad. Oh, that was, that was bad. Yeah. No, not ideal. No, not the best. Mm. Take us through this okay. whiskey. So. Enough self-deprecation, yeah, dude. <laughs> I was going to say, let's drink. Um, <laughs> so this is actually... So, yo, I got this bottle of whiskey, I want to say, about a year ago, and I'm actually quite impressed that we've kept it for this long because it is a very good whiskey. This is, it's not nothing special. There's no cork pull tonight, unfortunately. We can make the noise because it's a plastic turn cap, but. Mm. Wow. Wow. Why are you for doing a it? plastic turn cap, wow. dude. Wow. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Okay, Tell me wait, to hold I was going to say, can you hold this microphone? Yes. We can, we can at least do the poor ASMR. Oh, even that was disappointing. <laughs> okay. Just... It's because the other one's got like bubbles. Yeah, performance anxiety. So this is uh, the Shivers 15. No, that's better. Okay. Yeah, that was better. <sighs> Sorry, I'm going to just get my hands back together. <laughs> so this is the uh, Shivers 15 years, aged 15 years. Much better than the 12 and actually, in my opinion, better than the 18. I mean, we've had this before a couple of times. I'm it's saving those last two tots for the for the bottle. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm thinking maybe we should actually I've got maybe the bottle. Just, do you? What is it? That old. An enema. No, that old uh, Peaky Blinders bottle. I forgot <laughs> it that you drew all over. <laughs> that one. It's perfect. 100%. Dude. You must bring it next week. Then I'll, yeah. I'll keep this and we can start filling it up with that. And it's then, because it's also 750 moles. Yeah, yeah. So 100%. 20 episodes there. Yeah. No, no, no. 500 oh. would be 20 episodes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so 750 is 32. 32 episodes. It's perfect. We've got a lot of time to talk. Yeah, exactly. We've got <laughs> a lot of shit to talk about. So, yeah. opening the whiskey app. Um, now, because there's not many notes on the actual bottle itself, but for those of you that do enjoy um, your scotch, uh, Shivers is a very nice, nice blended scotch. We did a Shivers uh, cigar tasting evening as well, which is make cigars. No, so they paired cigars with this. But uh, yeah, the Shivers 15. This is the XV Shivers Regal. Do you, I don't know what they did with that label. I don't know if I like that, dude. The label, the label that no. the XV did. So just, I like it because it's 15, but it's like very, it's very French. I guess. You, uh, is it, okay, I guess it's like it looks like yeah. it's no, no, right Scot- it's chalk. Scottish. It looks very French though. That's the thing. But you, about that XV in oh, particular. Oh shit! I didn't know this. Yeah. So this is um, selectively finished in Grand Champagne uh, cognac cask finish. I didn't oh, know shit, that. That's cool. Shit, that's actually really yeah. cool. So yeah. So this. Guess what the score is on whiskey community score. Is it high? Uh, just take a guess. I, I mean, I haven't tasted it yet, but okay. uh, and like judging by your perception, it's probably quite low. It's a lot lower than what I would have thought. Like two. So it's 3.6. Okay. But what do you think I mean, it smells like? Like, Have you read the notes already? Yeah, I have, but it, it, it's pretty on point. But it, it also it smells like fruitcake. Yeah, it's very fruity. So it's a lot of oak, 
raisins, caramel, apple, and vanilla. That's yeah, yeah, like it's literally literally. Cake, if yeah. you when you say it, it you can break yeah, it down. Yeah. And especially, with, I think that comes through with the cognac because of the brandy. Yes. So you must remember, cognac is just a very fancy brandy, and often you put yeah. brandies in brandy pudding or, or um, you know, um, what you call them, fruit cakes for Christmas tarts and stuff like that. Mm. So that's where I think the cognac comes through really nicely, and the French oak, obviously, French oak barrels. Yeah. So, oh, that is a nice complex. You actually get the champagne coming through in those raisins. Mm. Mm. It's an immediate hit of like flavor on yeah. you, like as soon as you taste it. It's got a very bourbon profile. I will very say bourbon. the taste profile is very bourbony, but it's very, it's very bold. Very. For I feel shivers. like, it, yeah, I feel like it's one of the stronger flavors yeah. of so whiskey, enjoy, but it doesn't burn. So shivers twelve, I don't enjoy because of the burn. Shivers yeah. fifteen and eighteen, I don't mind. Well, I, fifteen, I enjoy. Eighteen isn't as nice as the no. Fifteen is better opinion. than eighteen. No. So taste wise, what are you looking at? Um, sure, vanilla. Yeah, hundred percent. Can taste vanilla for sure. Yeah. Um. Common common flavor that we've had in almost every whiskey so far. I'm trying to like a sweetener, honey. Yeah, yeah, so honey. Is, honey yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I get and that. And caramel as well. Caramel, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's definitely fruity. Yeah, and then the the other two are the spicy. Sorry, other three are spicy, oak, and sweet. Okay. So how it tastes is almost how it smells. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's also it's one of those that translates very nicely. Yeah. And the finish is spicy apple sweet vanilla new wood. Hey, yo. And, and oak. 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 Eh? Yeah, it's from the four A's. Dude, I wouldn't say this is a 3.6. I'd rate it a little bit higher. Yeah, I, I think it's say, like a like, really nice strong taste as well. It's like... Yeah, in my mind, it's actually more of a four. If I'm honest, yeah, like I'd I put really, it a four. I really do. Like this is one of my favorites. I must say, I'll, I'll definitely rate it as one of my favorites. There's no tasting notes, like official tasting notes, um, mm. for like from the distillery itself. But I found it interesting. I've never realized that this is a blended Scotch finished in Grand Champagne cognac cask. I never realized that it was finished in Champagne cognac cask. No, okay, it's, 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 it's really enriched strong, with subtle though. flavors from the Grand Champagne Cognac casks. Um, the secret of the outstanding taste is the selective finishing. Some of the remarkable 15-year-old blend in casks that were previously used to mature Grand Champagne, um, unleashing scotch with a uniquely refined, fruity, and velvety taste. I mean, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it's, it's like, yeah. I feel like it's one of the ones where you didn't have to wait to taste it. Like as soon you, as it touches yeah. your lips, you, you taste the flavors. And it's honest. It's, it's very honest. honest. Yeah, that's a really good way it's, of describing yeah, it. It's honest in terms of what you smell is what mm. you get, and it's a good whiskey. And so, no burn afterwards. Dude. No. Like, so, I think when it hits your lips, you expect it to like you punch you in the back of the throat, so but the, it doesn't. The average price for this is about 513 Rand. Well priced. Which I think is actually quite well priced. I know a lot of people would say it's actually somewhat overpriced, mm -hmm. but I think if you catch it on special, it's actually really good, in my opinion. I don't, I don't know. For a 15 year old whiskey. Yeah. I don't think it's bad. I don't have any water. Mm, I just want to see the bloom. That's that's yeah. So so when we went to the shivers tasting thing, they were like yeah. So they let you taste it neat, then they let you taste it with water, and then with with water and the ice. But with the water, shivers often opens up a lot more. Mm. The the spiciness mm. comes through a lot more on the nose. The sweetness as well. 
spice and sweet like yeah, especially on the taste that is delicious that is actually that so is delicious. much like nicer if you if you had the budget for it like if you got a couple of tenders as a daily drinker oh yeah for that, sure between you that and a couple of tenders yeah yeah like um, like <laughs> everybody's you know like the- yeah yeah proper 12 as a daily drinker i'm like my man <laughs> whose dick did you suck to fucking get that much money that you drink pro- proper 12 daily but proper and 12 also, the, has the prices gone up on it's proper 350 12. rand a bottle for a bottle of proper 12. I don't Personally, think it's worth that much. I would rather buy a bottle of a Jack Daniels, a bottle of Jim Beam. I think it's, I think, in my opinion, proper 12, proper 12 is one of the most overrated whiskeys. Yeah, ever. but it's it's the affiliation to Conor oh, McGregor. Like, it's, it's I, I think it's so Jamison. It's Jamison to me. Yeah. I'd rather drink Famous Grouse, even Scottish oh, sh- Leader. Grants. If you wanted Red an label. Irish, if you wanted an <laughs> Irish whiskey for the same price, I'd rather yeah. drink Glenn Grant's Major's Reserve mm. in. It's it's not they they're not even in the same league in my opinion no. for the, for that price. Proper twelve, I mean proper twelve is not a terrible whiskey. Like don't get us wrong, but not I don't terrible, think it's but not for the price. Not for that no. price, and no. it's a blend. Yeah, exactly. So so in my opinion, with the Glen Grant, that's a single malt. Mm. You getting a much better fruitier whiskey. Yeah, and you're looking at about three hundred three hundred and fifty bucks a yeah. bottle as well. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, Shivers Fifteen, absolutely Oof, solid whiskey. I must say. Water, man. The the champagne, I get the champagne appeal. I'm not getting it as much. So so I get it in terms of right at the end, it tastes almost like a brute. So you get that really dry uh, cut I know what of you're the saying. champagne. Yes. You know, okay, that like really yeah, dry. I'm, I was looking for flavor. like that the the pungent like kind the of flavor comes through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but. It's like really right at the end. Yeah, like the very cut. subtleness. That's, that's really right. nice, actually. So that dryness comes through really nicely. So I must say that's a, yeah, for me, in my opinion, that's actually one of, I dare I say, top four whiskeys for me, actually. Dude, with, with the added that water. Silky and the Airstone mm. are actually in like top three yeah. at the moment. And then the, not the Cesarac, right, the Tom Neverland Sherry for yeah, me at the so moment good, is man. number one. Aberfeldy in four. And then I think, dare I say, Shivers in five, actually. I'd say with water added, yes. it moves up yes, the list. Yes, it does. It does, yeah. Neat. The Aberfeldies and the rest are yeah, a yeah, lot better. The, yeah, but like daylight. Yeah, yeah. But but with the with a bit of water, the Shivers oh, it's it's, delicious, yeah, becomes a much easier drinking whiskey. Yeah, it's a, you know what it does? It, it cuts through that immediate punch of taste. Yeah. And you and get a lot more flavor, like yes, a lot more taste subtle the flavor to go nice. through. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy that. That's really nice. But yeah, really good. I think your mom bought that. She for actually you did. Yeah, she she got that from a client, and because she doesn't enjoy shivers, she then passed it on. At one stage, she only drank shivers, and then she passed. So my mom really enjoys whiskey as well. Currently, she's drinking Bowmore and Ballin. No, not Ballantines. Uh, it's Bowmore and. There's that other one, Balvini. She loves Balvini. Oh, I love Balvini as well. I finished my bottle. Yeah. That was the one my uncle bought for yes, me. Yes, yeah, that 12-year. That 12-year yeah, Balvini. That's nice, a goodie, man. that one. Oof, and so then, good. It's yeah, one of his favorites. Yeah, Bomo. Also, Eura is also quite a nice one. Mm. But yeah, she enjoys the the more fruity ones. This one I think she'd enjoy again. Um, but yeah, she, she gave this to us yeah, last year or a year or two ago. And then we we also we clapped a bottle of dimple that she yeah gave. she loves dimple well I oh, know she doesn't that, like dimple no she doesn't but it was always a gift yes. from someone that she, that she got and then she just give it to anyone yeah we use sort of dimple so we got a couple yeah. of them yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like it's just hugging me from the inside it as is. well dude it does it's a really so warm it keep whiskey you warm. yeah, yeah it really it's is. nice man I must say I'm really impressed with it I so feel like I've had more of an experience with this whiskey than any of the other whiskeys so so I. I agree you know what I mean? Like the other whiskeys are really tasty. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like this feels like this. So, like... so for me, I think 
it's it's a pleasant surprise. Yes. It, it really is a pleasant surprise. I had surprise. this with you, dude. Yes. I don't no. remember it being like this. Really, eh? No, no, for me, I, I love coming back to this every now and then is because it? it is it's a pleasant surprise in terms of what you pay and the value yeah. in my it's mind. Really for good. me personally, as a sort of average whiskey drinker. Mm. Um yeah, for me, uh, that shivers for its price point is is fucking fantastic. It's delicious man. We aren't just for bother record, we are not sponsored by Shivers, but not yeah, yet. If you actually want to send some more, <laughs> I know you've got that nice uh, royal collection if you want to send that through for us to test. It's only two million rand a bottle. Uh it's not too bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Just convert it to Euros and then if, send it to if us. If you give us a little taste or we'll yeah. like just enough for us to all stick our tongue into like yeah. we'll still do it. Like a little like a little like a little tot pack, you know. Like <laughs> you know, like you get those little tear off tots that you can sneak into stadiums. Oh, did you staple to your hat? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your hat. <laughs> Just send us some of those, please. That'll be fantastic, actually. That was Thanks. really nice, dude. No, that was flipping delicious. I really enjoyed that. And now it's recording a video. Hectic. Damn, dude. Um, I heard something really interesting oh. on the way to your house. That pigeons. <laughs> the sound a pigeon makes against the windscreen. <laughs> no, dude. Um, I was listening to Eminem Stan. Yeah. Um, and oh, the origin of the word stand. Yeah. I so, didn't know, like, when people are like, oh, I stand this person. Yeah. I didn't know that the origin was from Eminem Stan. Like, he. Yeah, like an he, obsessed fan. He creates that word. Yeah. I did not oh, know wow. that, dude. And, and like now it makes so much sense because it's like, oh shit, yeah, now like yeah. now I almost feel like I understand the word more. Yeah, dude. yeah a lot more. And that's where people are like, I stand for that. And yeah, I was like, yeah, like, I've used it a couple of times, dude. and I'm like, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, I get it. It's just like a really strong fan. Stand. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then that's eventually, what I thought, also, dude. when I had that revelation, where I was like, oh fuck, Eminem. So you we thought about also, that by yourself, dude. Hey, yeah. So you I came also, across so, it. So, so I, didn't I was listening. Do. No, but that's it. Like stand, and then eventually, like also, it took me a while to get that, make that connection. And then also one day when Brittany and I were listening to the song, I was like, okay, it is like I'm like confirming myself. Like, yeah, it does make sense. And then I explained right. it to Brittany. She's like, actually. Yeah, that makes hundred percent sense. You know, dude, it's so. crazy. I didn't even click listening to the song, and yeah. I know all the fucking lyrics, yeah. dude. And then afterwards, the DJ is like, the origin of the word, like, stand. Was it your Spotify DJ? No, or, no, no. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> hey guys, yeah, gonna hey switch guys. it up. <laughs> it's X here. It's X here. Next time you don't enjoy it, just press the thumbs down, and then we'll skip right past it. <laughs> That's so good. We're going to listen to something that you haven't heard in a while, some Sheryl Crow. And then Brittany's like, I've never fucking listened to Sheryl Crow. But that's it. Like, Brittany and I, we were like, because literally the ex was like, we're going to listen to something that you haven't heard in a while from the back of your library. And it's like some Sheryl Crow. And Brittany's like, I don't have fucking Sheryl Crow in my library. so far to the back. That's how far back it is. We actually don't even know that it's there. And like it might have been that it was on a playlist for like nineties rock sort of thing, you know, nineties like Sunday rock. And then he was like, "Oh, you listen to this whole song? Cool, we're gonna Mm. pull that one to the front because actually, secretly, you like it, like Nickelback (laughs) and Creed." Dude, what do you like? Let's let's be real. Let's let's take the let's take the arm off. Let's put it aside. Creed, Nickelback, Creed. What are your thoughts? Absolutely stand for Creed. Dude, and I, I will use Creed. that term. I, 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 I fucking love, love Creed. Creed. And and my favorite thing is that like like um the ultimate karaoke, dude. Hundred percent. It's it's karaoke. That's yeah, the thing. Dude. Because like you can't do it by everybody's yourself. like, no, that's it's a fucking it's Creed. But those are stadium anthems. They dude, literally they, they released an album called Stadium Anthems, and it's literally just their greatest hits, actually. Yeah. Because they are absolute bangers. And everybody will be like, No, I fucking hate Creed. Put Creed on. 
Watch yeah. that motherfucker sing. Yeah, yeah they'll every be mouthing in the corner, dude. You so know when they're like, cool, they're, <laughs> they're like scratch their <laughs> mouth, but they're singing under their hand, dude. <laughs> and then they even do that. Yeah, they even do that. <laughs> like mouth guitar. Dude, that was but one yeah. of the best because we did it at a karaoke party, myself, you, and Martin. Double scuffed. Yeah, dude. Double scuffed. Dude, that was really good. We only got like a five second clip. Somebody only recorded yeah, five seconds. Exactly. If anybody's got the full clip, I'd love to hear it because. Please. That that little bit, or we just have to do it again. That little bit that yeah. I watched, I was like, "Fuck, that was pretty yeah. good, dude." Carry and, and Marty is like a singer, yeah, dude. dude. This is City Ball Mazes represented, but that's it, like that. That's so, a so crazy Creed, stage. for me. Yeah. Absolutely love them. I, I I fucking love them. Nickelback. So I'm indifferent, dude. I'll be so, honest. So I don't. They hate have them. their moments. Yeah, they yeah. have their moments where I'm like, "Fuck, Nickelback." And and myself and Fox have you know South African Drake. We've spoken about this a couple South times. African Drake. Yeah. Shout out to Fox. Yeah, so shout out to Fox. Juzzy Big P. <laughs> Juzzy Big P. Fox and Penis. Yeah, Fox and Penis. <laughs> Fox and Chode. <laughs> no, so so we've spoken about it a couple Fox times. Fox and, and how is it so big, dude? <laughs> <laughs> we've spoken about it a few times, and we've said like. You know what? They're actually individually very good musicians, much like Creed. So mm. when Creed's lead singer left Creed, because they were a Christian rock to be band, taken harder. Yeah, yeah, higher. No, uh, harder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting, dude. That was a perfect. It was a perfect like. I, know, cue, I was like, I was forcing myself not to. <laughs> but yeah, so so there was things around. They, they were a Christian rock band. For those yeah. of you that don't believe me, just go listen to all the Creed lyrics again. It's a literary and just, Christian Literally, lyrics, can you take me higher? I'm six feet from the edge and I'm thinking, hold yeah. me now. I'm it's so literally far all just cr- One last breath. All of it's them literally are from just X. like, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's literally Psalms. Psalms. He's yeah. singing Psalms. It's dude. literally Psalms. Him and Paul, besties. Psalms. Yeah, Psalms. 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 But yeah, so Creed and they left. So he lead singer left, and basically they got Miles Kennedy in and became Alter Bridge. Mm. Alter Bridge and Nickelback in my mind. Wait, is Alter dude? Is Alter, Alter Bridge, Bridge is just Creed with a different lead singer? I dude. had no fucking yeah, idea. Yeah, it's literally dude. Creed with a different shirt. I had no idea. Hundred percent. That's why the music that? sounds so similar. But, but the, this is the thing. So you now know, you take Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge. Give is them dude. Chad Kruger. What do you get? Nickelback. Nickelback. Literally Nickelback. Literally. So it's the same as what's it? Thir- what's it? Um, Thrice or Third Eye no, Blind. No, 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 no. I'm trying to think. Oh, no. It's Theory of a Dead Man or something. Oh, yes. They also yeah, yeah, sound yeah. like Nickelback. Yeah, exactly. It's the same. So you've got all these bands the coming out in this like style. 90s post grunge mm. uh, pop. Con- country Yeah, but it's like pop metal. It's got like a country sort of twang, thing. right? But it's yeah. not really. Because it's like pop power metal. This is yes, the thing. Because yeah. they're trying to be metal. But they don't want to be Metallica. Yeah. But they also want to be played on the radio sort yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, and, yeah. and they want it's like safe their parents. Metal. Yeah, it's safe metal. Exactly mm. that. So Nickelback comes out and they start their whole alternative journey with fucking How You Remind Me. Mm. Fucking excellent song. It was I will, great, dude. I will put my cock on a block for that song. That don't, is a good You don't need to even <laughs> just like – Well, it won't reach the block. It, it won't reach the block. But anyway. <laughs> I'll push it towards the edge. I'm <laughs> sexy from me? the edge and I'm thinking – Still not going to reach. <laughs> but yeah, so, so like honestly, 
that song is one of the best rock songs of the 90s. And like there's a lot it's of... It's iconic, dude. So there's a lot of like weightlifting videos now where people are like, oh, I'm glad I stuck with this. And then it's like some chick singing, it's not like you to say sorry, was waiting on a different story. <laughs> and it's like them failing lifts and stuff. And then all of a sudden it switches to Chad Kruger and it's like, no, baby, you are hot. And it's like them nailing lifts. And I was like, I don't know why this gives me a fucking spiritual hard on. Like, like I'm just like, yes, Chad Kruger. Yes. Here's a teenage erection. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> Welcome like even, back, buddy. So like that. And then also remember, they were really popular around the time of Spider-Man with um, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, because they, they did that hero. one song, Hero. But that was Chad one Kruger. Chad Kruger. And, and uh, some other I remember. I can't remember what his name. No, but it was Nickelback and yeah, or Chad Kruger and, and this so, other dude. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know. When he, he says his name's Aaron. It wasn't from Stained. I can't no, remember it wasn't who it was, Stained, but he was dude. from... Like skinned it or yeah, something, was like, something that. like that. Anyway, yeah. Also another grungy band at the time. Yeah. That song for me is also one of the most defining Nickelback songs. So they have defining and songs. And it's a fucking brilliant thing. song. That movie would be nothing yeah. without that song. That's it's true, dude. Do you so, so I almost so, want to say sorry, like so that. Fox and I sorry, that what I was getting yeah. to is Fox and I've spoken about this when we were saying them, Nickelback, so Nickelback, Alter Bridge Creed, all of them excellent fucking musicians it's yeah. just that they they choose to make the music that sells so they choose the like sexy bar cowgirl yeah. music you know yeah. so it's like the coyote ugly music they, but if, for, if for they, chicks that drink whiskey yeah if they were starting out today they would be no, making they, music for tiktok videos exactly yeah. but that's it and i mean their music still is being used in tiktok videos yeah yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, but you know what i mean like yeah, that would be no, their focus but but that's exactly it and they're just going with the times because at that time they also did the uh, what's it rock star yeah, I want to yeah. be a rock star. And I that was just. Be a rock star. You know the words. Do you, do you feel. The thing. I almost I almost want to say, like, they're a band for movies. Yes. Yes. Like, they make, they make movie music. But they're like a chameleon band. You know what they, I mean? Yeah. They play whatever you need. They're like, yeah. session, they're like a session band that ends up on the radio. That's, that's it, you dude. Know? Like, they make music for movies. Mm. And then. Like those visuals come yeah. together, and then that's what it, creates the music. Every works. single one of their their music videos yeah. probably has excerpts from like a movie, yeah. and then that's how like or, it, or yeah. like random famous rock yeah. stars and stuff like that. So but, even like that that song, Rockstar, that's yeah. a good song if you listen to it. It's funny because it's about social commentary mm. and it's satirical. So I enjoy it because of the humor behind it. Yeah, and it's a good song. Like it's a yeah, well it's written a song. song yeah. If you change the lyrics. It might not be received as well because it's got a fun vibe to it. Let's put it that way, because yeah. of the typical country chords that they use. So it's like your yeah, typical it's very country, country progression. Yeah. But like even if you listen to the other stuff, Dark Horse, Dark Horse, that whole album is dirty. It mm. is dirty rock. It's like sexy southern dirty rock. You know, that's yeah. the thing. And it's like chicks that drink whiskey will fuck you to that. Yeah. That's like I'm just gonna be honest. Like so it's, it's so hectic it's pretty about your drink mom whiskey, earlier, dude. Oh hectic. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't even think of that. You are gross. You brought this up, dude. What the fuck, dude. Patrick, my man. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's. <laughs> Happy Valentine's dad. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 like it's I it's wanna like, be a cock star. Oh, <laughs> no. But it's like it's like Dirty, sexy, you're like, mm, this yeah, is, yeah, I hear you, it's, dude. It's gross. It, it makes feels me feel like uncomfortable. sand in the bed. Yeah, like it makes me feel uncomfortable, but I'm here yeah. for it. You it's know? like it's the wrong dirty sex. Yes, 
Yeah. It's, it's like, it is. I didn't mean it had to be yeah. unsanitary. You know, like when you're watching a movie and a sex scene happens and you're like, I should look away, but yeah. I'm intrigued. Mm, you know? This was a bit unnecessary, but it I'm is. glad they put it in. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Name of my sex tape. <laughs> 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 but 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 that's exactly it. So it's like this like really filthy rock, but it's like they, they try to do the Southern rock, but don't do it as well. So you get like bands like Ravel Sons, mm. Ravel Sons. They take that genre, them even, um, not Norma Jean, the band very similar to Norma Jean. I can't remember their, their name now, but they take that and they'd fucking drag it, dude. And they make yeah. it their own. You know, that's the thing. There's a couple of like Southern metal bands that do it really well, but Nickelback was just that Southern metal band for the radio. Yeah. And it was popular. It was an anthem. You could sing along to yeah, it. Yeah, it's like so such a weird genre, dude. They just like they needed to, to make money. Metal, That's the thing, you know. It's so weird to call it metal, but it, but it's like. But it is kind of metal. It's like it's, it's like country, power metal. Yeah. It's like, like power dirty, metal, dirty like, power metal. Yeah, yeah, power ballad. Look, power metal. metal is more like dream ballad, theater. I'd say like ballad metal. Yeah, 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 it is. It's like dream theater, journey, movie like, metal. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so, like like the end of um, mom metal. Mom metal. <laughs> <laughs> what what was that? Uh, what's that series? Stranger Things. Yeah. And and they and they start when they're starting to fight Vecna, you know, before the second part, and then there's that whole thing where it's like <laughs> spoiler. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and then it's that that's like it's that song from Journey where it's like here we stand. Yes, yeah. You know, that's power metal. Like, that's when I think of metal, when I think of power metal, I think of like Journey. You know, and and yeah. and the likes, and like Asia, and yes. uh, I mean even Budgie to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. I feel like I had this this conversation. I don't think we spoke about this on what? on the podcast, but I had this conversation about um, Nickelback. No, no, just about like music in general and how like we won't have it because that that oh, Tracy yes, Chapman, yes, yeah, uh, Tracy Chapman thing. She played at the Grammys. Yeah, fucking killed it. Yeah, like yeah. and everybody was just crying, even watching yeah. the video like afterwards and going like, "Why does this make me fucking emotional?" emotional. So, yes, so I, have, so, so I have the thing about this because even my mom, she was like, "I thoroughly, I don't know why, I enjoy modern music that's being made, but why do I have such an attachment to old music?" Mm-hmm. And it's actually, it's an emotional thing. So mm-hmm. because you may have listened to certain types of music or certain songs during your formative years in terms of especially your teenage years, that's why you'll always go back to that music as it being a comfort thing. So, you, so it's almost like comfort food for your for your for your ears and yeah, for your sure. emotional state that makes a lot more sense so yeah. so so like if you having a bad like if i'm having a bad day the first song i put on is ohio is for the lovers by hawthorne hearts yeah, you know and i'm yeah. like this is i just want that like old school midwest emo where like it's often just like a bunch of talking and some guitars in the background and then some dude with a fucked up mic with high treble <laughs> going <laughs> la, 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 la. and i'm just like i don't understand what he's saying but i'm happy but you i'm know? It's, yeah, and it's yeah. like senses fail as well. Like I yeah. said the other day, senses fail. Let it unfold you is one of the most criminally underrated yeah, albums ever. So it's if you close. haven't heard that, go do that. And then also after that, check out a band called Legion of Doom. They remix all of these old emo songs. So oh, they that's remix cool. d- Dashboard Confessionals. They oh, remix wow. Senses Fail. They remix Hooperstank. They they, they do all of this, and it's incredible. And that's it. So so for me, I've got a, a massive attachment to. Old school, like, it's funny, old school Christian 80s metal. So mm. Strapa and the likes. I don't know if you've ever listened yes, to, like, yeah. Christian glam metal. Strapa is one of the best. But and it's, it's, it's and also it's like, so weird we're because. warriors for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's like one of the 
yeah. one of the more obvious Christian yes. bands. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. <laughs> but they're but, fucking good, dude. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like Striper, their they one album is literally called Isaiah 1 verse 9 or something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, they, they are definitely not Christian. <laughs> yeah. And it's like these dudes dressed in tight leather. They literally dressed like Twisted Sister, but they're listen, like, we're they here for Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus is like, I don't listen to yeah, this. Yeah, I don't fucking know. What the fuck is it's this? It's like I'd rather yeah. let Nickelback yeah. in, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on a different story. <laughs> but, but like that's the thing. So I've got this like soft spot for like this porno like ballad metal yes, yeah. and also like all of this like midwest emo but it's an appreciation like for music man but, but this is the thing so is it an appreciation for music because if mm. those bands had to come out today there's a today i listened to a band called 400 pound back squat right yeah. and it's literally this wizard back squatting a guitar that looks like it weighs 200 kilograms okay that's the album <laughs> art listen to it and i was like this is literally just hawthorne heights but in 2024 yeah. And it doesn't translate very well. But don't. But so my my whole argument when I was putting mm. this up on Twitter was saying like, uh, again going back to fucking arguing with yeah, people on Twitter. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't yeah. arguing. I was, I just like yeah, kind you of made the statement. Yeah, 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 quote quote posted. Now yeah. I guess it's called that Tracy Chapman thing. And I was like, what is going to be the song that we see? In like sixty years, because that song is sixty years old. Yeah, it was made in nineteen eighty nine. Really, nineteen eighty nine or nineteen eighty seven? I was going to say that's not sixty years old. Nineteen eighty seven. No, it's still not sixty years old. No, wait. So let me find this date. Dude, I was going to say because I don't think that's it was off 60, the Tracy yeah? Chapman self titled album, which was released. I'm pretty sure in nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, or even eighty three. If I'm not mistaken, uh, if my music serves me well. But that's because, like, I mean... 1988. Okay, 88. So it's yeah. the same age as you. 36. Uh, mm. 1989. But yeah, she wrote so it for close. me. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. so, like, oh, I was... driving like, <laughs> in a fast car, dude? <laughs> I said, who's going to Oh, yeah. And she was like, I've got a song for you, my boy. <laughs> my man. <laughs> so, that, yeah, I mean, so, that's a 36-year-old. Yeah, song. I was saying, like, in 36 years from now... Yeah. Which is nine, uh, so this is how I'd add it up. Okay. It's, it's it's 2060. That's okay. the 60 that was in my mind. What song are we going to be playing the soccer? Is it going to be some fucking Nicki Minaj? Okay, yeah. you know what I mean. Nicki Minaj. You know what so, I mean. It's like what what is going to be that song? And my whole thing is like we we've lost the art of music, and I don't think it's ever. I, I no, think it's yeah, more yeah. on the listener side than yes. an artist side. Because on a listener side, we've got access to we're so less much. Of, we're less critical. Yeah, because we know music. it's. But, but do you know why? Well, in my opinion, I think it's because we don't give any songs a lifetime. So, so, so we, we go like, oh, it's, it's it like fades. the next song's going to come out. Yeah, exactly. You know? so it's not like Clint Eastwood, which is still a fucking banger. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like when those songs absolutely. come out, it's like, holy Everybody shit, this thing's them. fucking cool. So, so, this is so what thing. is that song that's being made now? You know? So for me, it's it, nothing popular. It's no, nothing on TikTok, no, nothing on the radio. A, at the those time, things saturate the market. They fucking kill so, it. Dude. So this is the thing. So like if you look at a, a guy like, say, let's for example, Zach Bryan. Mm. He's got a song called Hey Driver. And yeah. for me, that song it's is brilliant. timeless. For yeah, me, that's brilliant. a timeless song. And if you listen to it, it's a, it's incredible. The vocals, the music, the live blending and the live yeah. mixing. And he's got live artists there with a grand piano and shit like that. Yeah, and yeah, he, and he wouldn't say well it, but, composed. but it adds to it. And even if you look at the original recording of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, that was recorded somewhere acoustically with a microphone just in front of her. Not yeah, a yeah. plug-in. No, no, not no. Not a plug-in mic. You know, or, or plug and pick up on a yeah. guitar sort of thing. So it's, it's, I think it's the way that these things are recorded as well. 
And like the last night I set up, I actually, if you look there behind you with the amps, uh, I changed my amp out for a different amp. Ooh. So it's a lot sounding a lot better now mm. on the record player. And last night I was like, oh, I'm going to have a sneaky whiskey mm. and just put on a vinyl before load shedding at 10. So I was like, cool. Put on, and I put on Paris, Super Tramp. And oh, it's yeah, the loud show in Paris. Oh, and it is fucking incredible. And that as well for me, like that album is timeless. You know, there's yeah. there's a lot of these things, but like you say, it's nothing popular because if you you can't tell me that a song like I Spice with this new fucking lyrics of hers that's like you think you're the shit, but you're not even a fart. Yeah, you cannot. You, you cannot, with all due fucking respect. I know she makes a lot more money than I do. Oh, yeah, but sure. But, but it's like on I'm consumerism. It's, again, it's us, dude. But that's it's the thing, our but fucking that's the problem. fault. We're not critical enough. It's what, our fault, the, dude. Why are we settling for lyrics <laughs> like that? That's my problem. Why the fuck are we settling for but, lyrics but like that? But I think that? it's because, because music's horrible. scientifically written now instead of being oh, like written by emotion. musicians. You know yeah. what I mean? Like so back even in the day, somebody sat with a guitar and they put something together that sounded brilliant. More than words. Yeah. By by extreme right literally i was about to talk about it so that's my favorite and there's there's i think it's in it's not in uh, i think it is in school of rock mm. where jack black's like you can't tell me that that doesn't have emotion he's like that's literally two dudes playing guitar at each other yeah not with each other at, at each, each other. other yeah and they literally like their souls are bare like yeah. that's the thing like but it was and written I know with they emotion ripple, but that's it's it. not and it is it's now beautiful. it's like what chords elicit happiness yes what so chords? it's that axis of awesome yes like the there's a chord chords. progression the four chords yeah. of awesome there's a chord progression that's going to make me the most money and go yeah, and it. that's what everybody writes so, their shit by and this is like the thing circling back see look at this we're going all the way back to Taylor Swift <laughs> so this Taylor Swift and Bonnie Vare thing like yeah. that that song that exiled song at first when i heard it i was like oh actually like i said to brit i was like it's a beautifully written song i think she should have been singing his parts he should have been singing her parts mm. when i listened to it i hadn't listened to it for an, the year call yeah. it let's call it about a year recently now in december i listened to it again and i actually like i took my time listened to it with headphones again and i was like let me take the time to understand what the song's about uh, mm. listen to the lyrics, listen to what they're saying to each other sort of thing. It's a beautiful story about how these people fall out of love. And that the reason why it's called exiled is because it feels like this person was their town. It was their life. It was their country. And then all of a sudden they get exiled where they get kicked out of this person. So yeah. they, they get kicked out of this whole life yeah. and, and it's beautiful. And that's why he says, he says, so step right up. I'm dying to see you for this time. Um, you know, and then she talks about how, you know, it feels like, um, I think I've seen this all before, but it doesn't have the ending. You were my rock. You were my whatever. Um, um, you were my, my rock, safe my cock, house. my V8 block, dude. <laughs> yeah, you. Is that a bi engine? <laughs> Straight engine. But, but yeah, anyway, so, so it's like a super emotional. And it is. Yeah. It's, it's beautifully written. But the rest of his stuff couldn't be asked. See, it, because it's, it's not written by her, dude. I don't know. No, like, no, maybe she, it is. She does write a lot of her lyrics, but, but like the thing is, but that's maybe a joint she venture. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I'm yeah. so sick of fucking hearing about music about the same shit yes. all the time. But, I, I'll take it back to Clint Eastwood. Yes. With gorillas. That's not right. about fucking love. But it's not about exactly. drugs. It's not about bitches, so dude. pumped up kicks. Pumped dude, up kicks is literally, literally about, about school, school shootings. shootings. What the fuck? But you know who did that back in the day? Nirvana. Exactly. Literally. Dude. But listen to all of those. Load up on guns and bring your friends. Come as you are. It's literally load up it's on guns and bring your friends. Shootings, dude. Yeah. Dude, but like you listen to all of those songs, 
all of those songs that are written by yeah. all of the big, like those those timeless bands, yeah. dude, Foo Red Fighters, Peppers, all of these guys. Nirvana. None of that shit is written on this simple formula of talking about bitches, drugs, and love. Bro, Prince, Purple Rain. Dude. That's about love. But you cannot but, tell me that, but it's not about bitches and money. <laughs> it's literally no. just about emotion. It's emotion, it's about how this person It's emotion. Feels. It's, it's, it's raw. It's and emotion. That's it. like, it's not about, see, that's the thing is like when people talk about love and music yeah. nowadays, it's either like, oh, my heart I is broken. Fuck you. Or it's about sex, dude. But that's exactly it. So there's, and it, like, there's a place ass, for it, 100%. Dude. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that, sure. But fucking not on yeah, my playlist, no, dude. But, but that's it. Like, and you can't <laughs> tell me, so like, um, what's his name uh, that won the Grammy now for best rap album? Uh, Killer Mike. Killer Mike. For if those of you that don't know, he's got a documentary on Netflix called Killer Mike, um, and it's like Killer Mike upsets people basically. But basically, he goes to old white people and he's like, "Why the fuck were you racist?" Sort yeah. of thing. And then these old white people are like, "Well, you know, like it was back in the time, but I'm not racist now. You know, I've come to learn mm. and etc. Cetera, etc." Cetera. And he goes to play chess with these people and shit like that. You must actually watch it. It's a brilliant fucking documentary. It's just like a seven part series where he confronts white guilt and yeah. or not white guilt uh white privilege and shit yeah. like that really really cool so he won uh rap album of the year which in my opinion is not his best work mm. i'm gonna be honest i've listened to a lot of his stuff uh it's in my opinion it's diverse it's different from his other stuff and it won best rap album because i think it was just very different to the shit that's being put out like mumble rap and stuff like that mm. But the problem is you've got guys like Logic, you've got guys like even Action Bronson, you've got guys like, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, well, we had, um, what's his name? Uh, MF Doom. Yeah, so like all of those things. Like, Doom, and, 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 and that's exactly it. Like you had all of these great rappers. Yeah. And even then you can say, okay, well, if we're talking about a different genre, so not folk, yeah. like what in, what rap song is 35 years old that is like the fast car of Tracy of Tracy Chapman's yeah. to this day. And there will be one. That's the thing. Dude, there will be so one. Many. There will be one for ballads. There'll be ones for jazz. There'll so, be ones for classical music. Are, this yeah. is the thing. But you cannot tell me that the most of the music that is being produced today on a pop level it's not going to last. It's dude. not lasting. It's, it's, not it's lasting. superficial. It's, it's not built to last, yeah. dude. Even like Dua Lipa. I fucking love Dua Lipa songs because it's good for a lack of singer on. But, but yeah, I mean, she me brings the up the next one and carry asked. on, dude. But that's you know exactly, what I mean? It's, it's like, just this regurgitated fucking is. sausage machine of content, it and it's horrible. And it's like, horrible. I, I feel bad for going after these two bands, yeah. but Prime Circle and Polytones, they were great yeah, until weird. they weren't. Like, Polytones, uh, it became like a, the, the entire album was like one long song that they just cut into like five-minute segments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I used to love the Oaks. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I've yeah. got no problem with the guys. No, I'm no, not no. the target market no. anymore. Yeah, but that's what I grew all, like, I just grew tired of yeah. it. My my most played playlist mm. right now on Spotify, if, if like, if people want to, I mean, my Spotify playlists are open there. Mm. But it's called Nostalgic Vibes. Yes. And it's all the rap, rock, metal, I electro. Went that and yeah, it was. it's all the it's stuff like, from old games. It's like Action Bronson's like Blue Chips album, yeah. which is like his first album, sort but of. But it's thing. all the and stuff from like Tony Hawk's yeah, Tribe Called Quest, yes. and you know oh, Pusha T and stuff like that. Yeah. It's such a sick it, yeah. dude. I, I sit and I just listen yeah. to the music, and I'm like, it makes me emotional, dude, because yeah. I'm like. Where are our poets now, dude? Yeah. Like Kendrick Lamar, yeah, amazing, dude. Oh, absolutely, J. Cole, incredible. fucking incredible, dude. Yeah, like, they, what's like that, that are killing it. What's that one but from they, J. Cole, Middle Child? Yeah, Holy but, fuck, but, dude, dude. They're being, they're being 
numbed. They're not being numbed, they're being suppressed. That's what I'm saying. Like there's there's so much noise around them. And I call it noise because it is. It's noise that makes us happy and then it disappears and they replace it with other noise that makes us happy. But you know why? It's because we're just in chasing the next endorphin high. That's it. That's exactly it. But that's all the music's made for, dude. fucking dopamine high. Because in two years' time… What song have you listened to now that's made you emotional, dude? Emotional? Yeah. Oh, from today, um, no, from from, from today. like this so, music. So hey, so from 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 today, there's that Zach Bryan, hey, yeah, yeah, hey yeah, driver. Yeah. That but, that one's like because I listen to the lyrics and I'm like, like oh, this is. But hectic. music that's popping up on radio and stuff. There's so fucking few, nothing, so few, dude. Because it's just for the uts uts and then it's there's gone. nothing. That's it. I I like think about how Lincoln Park carried us through our saddest oh. years. Like yeah. there was a and dude, I I look yeah. back and I listen to those albums so now. I'm like, holy shit, that guy was. So I think the closest you get to a guy like that would be, or to to, to Lincoln Park would be Juice World. So I don't know if yeah, you yeah. listen to Juice World a lot, yes. but like I, at first I was like, oh, fucking, it's just another mumble rapper. And then I was listening to it, and I was like, this is fucking depressing. And but he's singing about and his that, emotions. And what's it? XXX Temptation. Yes, yes, I think yeah, that, yeah, I don't yeah. know how to say his name, but I listen that to one. his music a lot. But that's a, like even it's Juice World. Great, and that's the thing. It's like it's intense. And even uh, like Run the Jewels. There's that whole mm. song. It's called. It's actually just called RTJ, so Run the Jewels. If you go listen to that, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. But that's the thing. There's so few it's been there's man. so few artists that make you feel something mm. nowadays. Like have you like that elicit an emotional response. Yeah. You know, and that's it. Like I still listen to a lot of old school opera music still yeah. because of just the emotion, like a uh, Mio Bambino Caro uh, by Puccini. Mm. Uh, and that's but literally it's a about journey, man. But, but that's exactly it. It's about this you mo- feel this so many emotions. Child yeah, and it is, it's unreal. Oh, if you, if you, you don't even have to understand the lyrics to fucking understand the emotion. That's the thing. That's the so, thing. It's like, and often I find these. So, so speaking sort of about mm. popular bands. So, like often I find bands that are from different countries, from countries other than ours, or languages other than ours. So yes. La Santa Cecilia, oh, for example, God, absolutely incredible. Natalia, uh, Natalia Lafourcade. Who's that from band that you sent me? That um, they do the. They've got that Mexican set. Oh yes, what are I, they I can't remember. The, I can't the ones remember. that spoke French. Yeah, I was trying and, to find them we that like, day, oh, And then they spoke English, and we were like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" And then <laughs> we were like, "Oh, we thought oh, this was French, English, but right? it's English, English lyrics." It's not oh. Groove Jet. I can't remember. I can't or remember. Dynamic. I think they're called Dynamic or something. I can't remember. Like but they, yeah. dude, that music was and so they go through such great, a flow. Dude. But like, that's the thing. Like Natalie Lafourcade, she does a whole. Uh, like half an hour documentary documentary it's actually a half an hour music video but a live performance of all these different folk performers in in mexico mm. and it's often this folk music that is more of a story to tell because they want to tap into the emotion more than someone that just wants to get drunk and fuck sort of yeah, thing dude, you know? but and, and there's nothing i've got nothing against it that's your prerogative yeah, that's yeah, cool yeah. but i'm not trashing just, anybody's has, music i'm just saying no, like but where it just has, has it no gone, emotional man. value that's a yeah. thing it's you know i i it, it's not trashing people's music it's just no, i feel no. so bad that people are missing out on what music did for us yeah yeah but, but i think it's also for me it upsets the fact and uh, i mean people put different amounts of value to different things and oh, sure course, i get that yeah. but, but for me you can't tell emotional me tiktok that. dances now instead of music <laughs> Yeah, but that's <laughs> it. You can't tell me that somebody like Us Spice belongs in the, uh, call the it, Hall of Fame. You know, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, the Rock and yeah. Roll Hall of Fame. Eminem was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. And it, it, like, that's a, the misconception is it's not Rock and Roll. It's just no, no, Music no, Hall of just, Fame. Yeah. More, more like. But I mean, but Eminem also, I did think, so much, dude. But that's it. He so, carried but, the industry for so fucking but long. But you should dude. have guys like MF Doom in there, Tribe oh, Called yeah, Quest. 100%. Um, you know, even, uh, what's it? 
Dude, how are a tribe called Quest Wu-Tang. not in there? But Wu-Tang Dude, Clan Wu-Tang. as well. Fucking bro, I, I listen to those Wu-Tang are going to be my next finals. Oh, is it? Dude, they're so and beautiful. Called Quest, and that's a thing. You've they, got an MF Doom. No, I've got uh, Aesop Rock. I've got two Aesop Rock. Okay, because the MF Doom has those like crazy got, graphics on them. He's got one. The it's the oh, I love MF Doom. The man. one, the one um, with him sitting at the school desk. Yes, dude. I want to oh, buy that because so it's, it's actually at a decent price now. So I'm going to actually probably look at buying that. But also. Fucking the re-education of Lauren Hill, one yes. of the greatest albums of all time, and that literally is only well known for uh, what's that song, um, "Killing Me Softly" by the yeah. Fugees. Yeah. yeah, but that's it. That's on the re-education of Lauren Hill, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, hectic! It's one that. of the best best albums. It's actually, I think, rocking. That's it's in the Rolling Stone uh, top 100 or top 50 uh, albums of all time. Talking about albums, yeah. We got a good friend, Mihal. Oh yes, that got. He was looking through a crate. Yeah. So he was telling me he's got a crate that has two hundred, uh, two thousand records in it. Oh, lekker. He's been through two hundred. In that, he found the Dirty Funker Future yeah. album, album, which has Banksy art on it. Yes, which is authentic. Yeah. Banksy art that's on it as yeah, well. Yeah, well, legal. Let's let's put it that way. So like Banksy, Banksy gave authorized the permission. It, yeah, yeah. Authorized it, yeah, I mean the the album's in a bit of like I mean it's, it's not in the greatest state. I, I'm gonna be honest and say that's in like. Uh, yeah, it, it was in a crate. It, yeah, you, know, you can see it was yeah, in a crate. So so as a collector's piece, hundred percent, you can keep it because you're not going to get the value for it that it's worth. But, but you can say you've got a piece of art. That's the thing. So the sales history on this thing, if it was in so that condition. On, that's on, uh, it's an app called, um, I'll tell you, uh, D- Discogs. Discogs. Okay, yeah. so this shows you like the sales history. Um, no, trends, yeah. The maximum price that this album has been sold for is 19260 bucks. Yeah, so... It's so this is the scary thing you about vinyls. In a crate. <laughs> yeah, but this is the scary thing about <laughs> vinyls and value. So, like, I have the Who Rainbow Demon, right? Mm. That vinyl for that year, and it's because it's a first edition pressing. That one that I have that I play is worth about 400 bucks, yeah. right? But to me, it's more worth more oh, course, spinning dude. than it is me selling it. Oh, but course. like Max has the Rodriguez collection. So after the fact, cold fact and before the fact or whatever it is. But yeah, those those albums. He's got all three. He's got them. He's got three of them, probably like two of each in varying conditions. Some of it was like cool for the three of your best condition. So one of each of the best condition, I'll offer you 18 grand. For three vinyls. Did he say yes? No, he's collecting them because that's what he, I mean, that's his hobby. I mean, it's worth more to him. I can tell you now he didn't pay that for them. (laughs) I can tell you now he didn't pay that for them, but he'll make that money eventually. But that's it. Like, so like a Muse collector's box, you're looking at about 2,000 Rand. The Metallica Black album that they just released. Yes. So it's the Black Collection, 10,000 Rand. The Lincoln Park um, reanimation, actually not reanimation, uh, Meteora 20th anniversary edition with the, so it comes with four vinyls, two DVDs, and I think two CDs because of the, the quality of the things. Um, and lyric books and stuff like that, that you're looking at about five grand. So just that, like that's just to give you a perspective on collector's edition stuff and then things like that that are just fucking anomalies. 
of 19,000 fucking rand for a vinyl. It's, it's unreal. It it's is a unreal. Lot. It's crazy. What does that say? Um, uh, we're running out of space on this, so hectic. we're going to have to call it. But What's the question for this week? So we didn't ask the question properly from last week we because I was off of Twitter, so I didn't release the question. So what I want to so do maybe, yeah. is I'd either... So we do you want to roll it forward can, or do you want to... So I'd actually question? like... I want to see sort of what is... In 35 years' time, what yeah. is the song you still going to be listening Oof, to? I like it. So in 2060, or yeah. 30, yeah, that's 36 years. Let's yeah. say in 2060, what's a song what from today song that will last? That you're still going to be listening to? Yeah, today modern music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. it. That's really cool. And then also, yeah. So do you want to do that, or do you want to say what is a song that is 35 years old? No, dude, I like your question. I think it's cool. So, what's a song from today that you still louder? You know, (laughs) what's a what's a song from today that you will be listening to in twenty sixty? That's a really really good question. Think about it. Sleep on it because I mean, yeah, I think my answer was still subpar because there's a lot of metal stuff that I'd also still listen to because it's emotional. Mm. It's emotional metal. It really is. It's crazy. And then we always have to end on another. Strange fact. Oof, Do you have something? Do I have something? No, I used the one about the raccoons. That's the one that I keep in my back pocket, dude. <laughs> what? The, the size of a person's... I'm sure we've yeah, We haven't it. spoken about what? that, dude. So this is, this raccoons is a, yeah. can squeeze into gaps of, I think they said something like three inches. And the human, yeah, yeah. the human anus can enlarge or stretch safely... Let's say that up to something like seven inches. So you can basically fit two whole raccoons side in by your side. asshole. They can both go in holding hands. They can yeah. fit into your butthole. Yeah. Hugging like filthy a, like a little raccoon torpedo up your butthole. Damn, dude. That's wild, huh? I mean, don't try it, please. If you do send pictures, but don't try it. Okay. <laughs> send a video, dude. Yeah. Also, sorry on that note. If you have any other whiskey recommendations, I realize yeah, we please. haven't actually mentioned that for the past two. I think, yeah. I mean, podcasts. send us whiskey yeah. recommendations. Or send, send us, us whiskeys. Yeah. Yeah. You can. We, you we can send us all types of. If you something know somebody nice on at your... KWV or Baines <laughs> or anything, just tell them to dial us <laughs> some samples for us, man. But if you if you got anything on the shelf and you want to like uh, decanter a little bit of it into a bottle and like yeah. ship it off to us, like. Do that. Like Let send us, us some know. notes, like write it down, like write us a little story about, uh, Not like about how you got it. Don't write like, dear M, you still haven't <laughs> written this letter. You still haven't drank my whiskey. Dear Chinwags. Is that the end of our podcast? No, no, that was Stan. But uh, anyway. <laughs> I was like, dude, he did this in, I think, last week. And <laughs> no, Albert did it. Albert was like, okay, cool. We're going to end this now because he was tired. He wants to go home and look. Guys, go yeah. have a good week. We'll see you guys no, again next week. No, no, no. We're ending on a, a raccoon, <laughs> on raccoon fitting raccoon in your anus. Okay, dude, I love that, dude. dude. That's a great title. Okay. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for listening and commenting and all the sports so far. We really yeah, do appreciate dude. it. We've got a lot it's of amazing. On our last podcast, we got most of our viewership from oh, America. So really? shout out to the Yankees. Yeah, washing machine land. Yeah, love you guys. Land man. of freedom and units. Foot and it's all Chuck's friends. Yards. Yeah. <laughs> Go sports ball. Go cheese steak. Go cheese steak. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you very much. Yeah, thanks I know everybody. We joke, but thank you. You guys be mm. good out there. No. There's a lot of shit in the world, so you guys go and change that. Yeah, there's a lot of shit in the world, so don't be part of it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's about it. So. Podcast. <laughs>